This week on Nintendo Main, we say goodbye to Reggie fils and we have special guest Natasha Gowrid here to talk about the Pokemon Direct. Sorry, not sorry, Kyler and Tyler. Nobody is ready to replace Reggie's. Welcome to Nintendo Main episode 160. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. I choose you, Grookey Johnson. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Bowser committed Reggie side, Mikowski. <laughs> I'm John. Save my pro controller, Dr. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a special guest this week, uh, Natasha Gowrit. What's up? Hey, what's up? I feel so lame. I don't have a cool intro. <laughs> oh, you can, you can add a nickname if you want to. Yeah. I, I know you're, uh, what is the name? What is the name of that? I forgot. The only one I remember is Grookey, just because I think Grookey's a great name of the of the new of the new characters. Uh, you could be a Score Bunny. <laughs> oh my God! I'm Natasha the Score Bunny. The Score Bunny. Go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There was um. Of course, you know there was a big. There's a Nintendo Direct. This well, Pokemon Direct today. Seven minute one. We're going to talk about that in the second half of our show. That'll be one of our big topics. So we we will get to that. But um. Yeah, let's start off as we, how we normally do, and talk about what we've bought or what we've been playing. Let's go first here. I can go first. Uh, I didn't buy anything this week. Okay, um, I've been playing the glut of games I bought last week. So yeah, you got a uh, you got lots. You got like ten games last week. So, but uh, after Trey and I played Tetris ninety nine um, on his Twitch stream last week, I had recorded our us playing together and. Uh, was syncing the videos up and it actually was pretty cool because we literally were in the same match over half the time. So um, I was actually able to kind of look and see each other's screens on each other's screens, which is kind of fun. But uh, I did that and, and doing that, I sort of kind of like realized a little bit more about the interface and what it means when I was looking around. And mm-hmm. as a result, I've been playing Tetris 99 a lot this week. I'm up to like level I think 24 now. Mm-hmm. Have you uh have you done better than you than your high score? Because would you say like you were in the teens? With your yeah, highest, I got right? to my best score now is seven. I got to seventh place. Okay, I got to. Um, I, yeah, I got seven knock knockouts in one round, which was my also my. I did that two different times. Yeah, no, I've, I've actually last week we sounded like we didn't really know what we were talking about about the different things, and I watched a couple of videos about it, and I've watched people play, and uh, and yeah, I'm sure you figured it out too, Jeremy, like the way it works. So like the badges, yeah. When you attack badges, that's basically aiming for the people who have knocked out the most people, is is what it is. And like uh, KOs is basically shooting for people who are like in the red, you know, to help you get KOs. And targeting people who target or attacking you is, of course, people who are attacking you, like attackers. And uh, I actually got. I mean, I don't want to. I want to talk about the rest of the stuff that you've been playing, Jeremy. But I did get just because we're on the t- topic of, te- of Tetris ninety nine. I ordered this eight um, bit dough. Uh, G was it G Bros adapter? I think is what it's called. It's basically a, a wire. It's that wireless adapter that you can hang. You can plug a GameCube controller and a, or a Wii controller into it. And I've been mm-hmm. using my um my classic controller from from the Wii, 
which has a great oh. D-pad and all that. So, And it has two analog sticks. And I've been using that on Tetris. And actually, I did really, really well with it last night. Like, I I got 15... I got 15 KOs. That's the most KOs I've ever gotten. Damn. I was the Tetris murderer, I think is what I put on my Twitter for that. <laughs> the hashtag Tetris murderer. Cause I was just taking people out like, like left and right. It was insane. And what I've, what I've noticed is like the way that I play the best on that game is if people, a lot of people are attacking me from the beginning. Cause I'll just switch it straight to attackers and then I'll attack like four or five people at once. And that's what happened in that game. Like I was just knocking out like, multiple people by like people attacking me and me attacking them back so that's the only time that i've done really well and i actually got to fourth place before that as well like first time using the classic controller on the wii so i think it's been working a lot better for me well yeah like i that. did switch to yeah. using the uh the dog face controller mm-hmm. i've been only using me. that before that just because of the we've talked about it before because of the um the digital pad issues with the pro controller Fant- phantom drops is what i mean right know that's what yeah yeah it. Yeah, I did. I did those a lot. I'm still doing those with the dog bone, but not as often. So I guess I can only blame myself for that when that happens because it's a separate button completely. Yeah. yeah. Up. But it's not going to it's not just going to do it like like you're not like you're nowhere. It's not going to be like you're pressing right and it's going to hit up on its own. You but know? You, So you, you did notice like you can see who you knocked out by like the KO badges around the screen, not to mention in the in the final yeah, yeah. results. But uh, it's really kind of funny because I said at the beginning, of, not sorry, not sorry, Kyler and Tyler. I beat two people named Kyler and Tyler, two separate. And same. They were, <laughs> and they were 86 and 85, so I knocked them out like one after the other. Wow. It's just kind of funny that they they have the same name almost exactly. Kyler and Tyler. Uh-huh. Nice. So they, yeah, they were 86 and 85, double KO them, felt pretty good about that. I think that was... I don't think that was a uh, particularly good match. I think they were on my only KOs, but mm-hmm. I still felt good about it. But I did know, I, you know, I getting to the final ten, I finally got to hear there's music. There's different music. Oh yeah, the Bumblebee. The, top the flight. Mm-hmm. The plays a flight of the Bumblebee when you get to the top ten, which makes it like even like more insane. You know. Oh, like, by then, yeah, everybody's yeah. attacking you that has all these badges, and so you you also steal badges, so mm. you get badges for KOs, but you also steal badges when you get when more you... KOs. So I think you get like a badge for every it's either two or three KOs. Okay. But then if you kill someone that has a bunch of badges, you take their badges. Okay, that makes sense. And then those badges give you score multipliers in the sense that when you attack you're like sending multiples of you know, instead of sending three lines, you'll send six lines or whatever. And so Yeah. Having more badges makes you stronger. So you just keep like incre- it's like kind of like Katamari Damacy, you're like mm-hmm. rolling up bigger and bigger, and sure you're just inflicting all this damage. So yeah, I did get a little bit on video of me like you were saying, Trey, where I felt like the Tetris murder because I yeah. was just like <laughs> you were just pew, knocking pew, them pew. out. I just yeah, see yeah. like I had it on attackers and just like all this <laughs> shit shooting out of me, and I kept getting you go KO KO. Yeah, I finally figured Feels out. What, good. It's it's weird that I just I didn't know what that robot was saying like when I first started playing it because it's just so like it's like you know, and I was like, oh, he's he's saying KO. So like every time you take somebody out i don't know it's weird because tetris 99 just has like no it had like no explanation whatsoever when it came out it kind of just dropped and it's like here it is there's no tutorial or like any sort of like how to or whatever it's just kind of like hey figure it out so you know it's still like been... tetris to just drop yeah ah. oh yeah yeah it's, it hard dropped i guess right <laughs> but yeah it's kind of like um that's yeah it was so we're still figuring out but i think i i think i kind of get it i don't know the last couple times i played have played fairly well so I don't know. It, it was It'd be p- fun to do another like a rematch kind of thing. Sure, yeah. Uh, and see if we can match up because now I just I wonder, you know, because as time goes on, there's probably going to be more people playing it. 
And so it might become harder to, to match up that way. But yeah. who knows? We'll find out. I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of people are still are playing it, you know, for sure. Like it's and I and it's pretty popular. I guess people have been streaming it, too. I haven't really watched much of it, but I've seen stuff, some um, excerpts on Twitter of people. I streamed a little it. bit of it today just to test yeah. out my new equipment that mm-hmm. I bought. But yeah, um, I guess I could talk about that a little bit, too. Yeah, that's that's in this part. Also, did you? Yeah. Well, you you tell me. What did you get? Well, I bought a what's called a stream deck, and I had, I had not not even heard of this thing as of a couple months ago. But, oh, you did get it! Wow. Right. Well, I saw Fuchsia, a friend of the show, Fuchsia, mm-hmm. mentioned getting one, and I don't know what kind she got. She may have gotten like the full the full one. I just got a little one, but uh, it's pretty cool. I, yeah. I don't completely understand it yet. I, I don't put a understand picture on my either. Twitter of just <laughs> like a bunch of clocks on it, but uh, um, it's basically just a really flashy way to set hotkeys in different programs. So with, with Twitch, what's cool about that is you can actually use it to like switch your scene. So you could go like, if you have to like leave real quick, you can put like, I'll be back later. You can just hit a button and it'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. Or you'll hit a button. And it'll like start streaming or it'll stop streaming or it'll mute your stream immediately. Oh, okay. Turn off chat. Cool. And it's just stuff like that that you can just like, mm-hmm. without having to like click, click, click on your computer, you can just press a button. Yeah. I kind of, so. I don't really do. What, what does it look like? Do you have it? Can you hold it up? I want to see it. It's like a handheld, right? It's like a little bit bigger than a cell phone. It's kind of, or maybe smaller. I don't know. It's got these six buttons on it, and you just put whatever. As you can see, I just put a bunch of clocks on it because I don't really know how to use it yet. But yeah, and it's it's uh, like I thought it was six separate screens, but it pulls a little uh, 2ds trick. It's just one screen back behind there, and there's these six buttons that are kind of like lenses that pull the screen forward a little bit. Okay, Mm. it's still pretty cool, flashy looking thing. I like it. It's what feels really it? heavy duty, and it worked plug and play with my computer. I just well, had to de- well, I did have to download some software, but mm-hmm. what? Uh, how much did it set you back? Seventy bucks. Oh, okay. Normally a hundred, but it was on sale. Wow. Well, you must have been. You must have really liked that thing to to go to go seventy dollars for it. That's more than a game, man. It's higher than a brand new it, game. Even. I just I've I've had my audit for the past couple of months, so went oh, okay. on sale. I actually found it from Wario sixty four. Oh, okay. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It's like, should I get it? Eh. If nothing else, I could resell it later. Mm-hmm. Get some of my money back. You could sell it to me it. <laughs> if you don't yeah. want it. I don't. I, well, I don't know. And so it also like inspired me to try to mess around with that. Uh, once again, for the show, Fuchsia told us about. Um, oh, what's it called? It's like the OBS Streamlabs. Blops or whatever. It, oh, or Slops, something like that, right? Yeah, that's so, it. Slobs. Yeah. Over so I that. downloaded that and I've been messing with it, and it's kind of interesting so far it just feels like obs to be honest but yeah it's, it's supposed to be easier with all the like built-in tools so between that and this thingy i guess i'm going to try to do more twitch i guess that's the ultra sure. goal set, here set a schedule like why well, i said i know set like a couple days or set day, a day that you could always do or that you're normally available to do you know that's, what I, that's what I tried to Wednesday do afternoon is going to be ideal for me yeah so and then and then try to and try to do it all the time that's what i say yep and you made it. Uh, you're in. You're in the affiliate program now too, right, Natasha? Yeah, I yeah. You saw that I on Twitter. Congratulations! Yeah, welcome. thank you so much. It feels really good. Welcome, like I stream days are every Thursday and Sunday now. So okay, yeah, I've seen. Nice. I saw some of your uh, some of your Let's Go stuff on there. Oh yeah. At one point, I don't remember which day it was, but I try to. I mean, I don't know. I don't know everybody's schedules of friends of mine that that uh, stream, so I kind of just like check it. Just every if I have time, I just look on Twitch and see what's happening. 
but yeah. So what is, what is your time like? It's is it night or or afternoon or when do you when you do it? Um, so I'm trying to like hit around the Thursday slot time around like 6 p.m. if I can, but it always is different depending if I have to go to work or not. Sure. And then on Sundays it's always at 10 p.m. But okay. I, I want to make it like an earlier time because I realize how late that is. Sure. Because I stream until like three or four in the morning. I'm like, yeah. ooh, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And then last night I just streamed for fun. So sometimes sure. I throw in random streams. Yeah, yeah. It's always, yeah. that's like that, that Tetris 99 one that Jeremy and I did. That was like a random one. Like it wasn't really planned. I just kind of did it on a Monday night to, to throw it up there. And I, I stream like I stream late. I stream at like two in the morning, so I don't so don't feel bad about streaming at ten. It's just oh like, yeah, we played until like five that yeah. day because we played um we yeah. played Wargroove when we were done with Tetris. We yeah. played Tetris for over an hour. Actually yeah. though, how is Wargroove? Wargroove? A lot of people I know have been playing it. Wargroove is good. Well, well you you tell her, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's the the super fan here. I mean, I like it a lot. I it's probably my game of the year so far. Though Tetris is definitely starting to take up more of my time, but uh. It's fun. I mean, I've never been able to get into these strategy games, so it says something that it kind of caught my attention. And um, I still play it fairly regularly. I'm not playing it every day like I was because all these other games I have now, but um, I play it pretty often. Like Trey and I have a match going now, Asynchronous. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about turn, that Trey. one. <laughs> I forgot but, about uh, that match. We've each taken a turn yeah. so far. I think, I mean, the game is great, but I think one of the coolest things, or the thing that I think is the coolest, is that you can do, like, asynchronous play, like, you know, like, draw something type thing, where you can actually, you only have to be online together, like, one time, just to set up the match, but then you can, like, you can do your move, and then the other person does the move, and it's like, you don't have to play together, you know, and it's like a back and forth game of chess type thing and if you have i don't even know if we need to be both be online to set up the match like i think you could probably set one up and then invite me to it oh i thought we did just to get just so i can get you the code because you'll get like a oh you're five right digit you're code right. or whatever to look up mm-hmm. to look up what the match is and then you pick your character and then you start there but then after that you don't have to be online at the same time at all like you can just yeah, pop can on and do your move and then in. yeah and your system doesn't have to be online all the time the game doesn't even have to be on you know like it's it's just on. It's it's so cool. Like I like that. And you could start like uh, when Justin was on the show, he was saying like you could start like multiple ones with different friends if you wanted to, and just have them up there. You know, yeah, have like five cool. or six so going just, at once. It's a fun and, game, and it's very, yeah. it's got very similar charm to it that Stardew Valley does. Just that uh-huh. I don't. It's just like really cute. Um, I don't know. The, the the little dogs are cute. I can't get enough of the dogs. I saw um, the dogs when they flipped. Yeah, yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. They actually made a they made a conscious decision not to let the dogs die, so when dogs get hurt they just run away. Yeah, they don't die in the game. Yeah, yeah. which is Oh good. Yeah. You can kill everything else. Everybody else dies. Not the dogs. Okay. Yeah. Not the dogs. <laughs> dogs don't die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. I'm glad. It's, it's super cute. I'm glad Everyone it's not, dies. Like, fall out. <laughs> yeah. The dogs inherit the earth. Yeah, if you like, um, I mean, if if you like, uh, if you like Advance Wars, it's very much a love letter to Advance Wars, the okay. uh, the turn based, uh, or even if I think even if you like uh, Fire Emblem, you could get into it. Except it doesn't have like the character building and all that the Fire Emblem has. You know, it's more okay. about like, like Justin said, it's it's like a turn based, um, what a uh, real time strategy game is what it feels like. You know, where you're where you're like building up and recruiting troops like every every turn or whatever, but it's. But it's not like you know, it's not real time. It's just it's just turn based. There's a lot of flexibility with your play style and how you can adapt to uh, 
whatever you're facing. And then the, the terrain throws a, you know, a monkey wrench in there too. So there's just a lot of stuff to consider and you can just, like I said, I, you could get wagons and take all your strongest characters over and try to kill really fast or take your time and build a strong army and just hang back and wait for them to come to you or, uh, there's a lot of different things, yeah. so it's fun, and I, I'm still learning. I still I'm stuck on the final level uh, or the final part of World Three is still it's so hard. Yeah, but and there hasn't and there there's gonna there's supposed to be an update where there will be where there there be some like uh, checkpoints like mid mid level, but I don't think that's happened yet. So it's still kind of like if yeah, you die in the level at all, you got to start over. And you know a lot of these ones toward the end will take like an hour or two to to make it all the way through. So it's kind of like it can be frustrating, like if you're stuck on one and it takes a long time to get through it, and then you gotta start from the beginning again. But it's worth it's, it's worth it's worth looking into. I mean, it's only it's not that expensive too. It's only like what twenty bucks. Yeah, it's so, worth twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not bad. The checkpoint thing sounds like Mario checkpoints, like yeah. in Mario World or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think what it is, what I understand, what I read was it lets you set your own checkpoint, but you can only set one. Okay. You, you oh, okay. can go back to it, but I think it works in the way of like some other games where you have to reestablish a checkpoint mm. again. I oh, think. okay. So do you have? So you have to like quit, right? Probably when you do it. Is it like a save and quit thing? Like uh, it's not a save and quit thing. It'll still be like you die, and then you can go back to your checkpoint you mm-hmm. established. But I think okay. you can only go back to it once before you have to reestablish oh, okay. another checkpoint. Okay. I think I think that's what I. Understand because I, I know, be like, because I know, like, Fire Emblem always had like the quick save where you could like sit, quit, save wherever you're at, but it'll go back to the title. And then if you start again, that quick save goes away, you know, yeah. And you have to do it again, like, if you want to do it, it's just, it's just a way to like be able to quit out of it quickly if you need to, like, being handheld or whatever. But, but yeah, what else, uh, what else have you been playing, Jeremy? Uh, tried playing some more Undertale, I beat a uh, Papyrus. Oh yeah, Undertale. Killing him. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to beat it before tomorrow. I think tomorrow's when you can play <laughs> Delta Room. But yeah, right. I did get past Papyrus, and then I did go on a date with Papyrus. Yeah. Same thing happened. That happened to you. I just kind of like ended up at his house in uh-huh. his bedroom with him all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> so that was weird, but luckily he didn't like me. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um. You're. I think you're exactly where I am. Where I was at the game because I had just yeah. gone on the date with Papyrus, and then I think that's. Yeah, I don't think I got much farther than that. But I yeah, uh, Deltarune is coming out the 28th, so it's like right around the corner. Have you made? Have you played through Undertale on uh, Switch, Natasha? I'm actually playing, I just restart, restarted the game, and okay. I'm about to play through it all over again on Twitch as well. Okay. So like, I made it up to the part where um, Papyrus knows, finds out there's a human Oh, okay. So okay. I'm still like early on in the game, sure. so it kind of feels good and nostalgia-y. Yeah. But I'm really excited for Delta Rune. That's why I'm just like dancing around. Yeah, <laughs> it's free too, and it's and and, and if you, yeah, if you preloaded like we, uh, I know Jeremy and I preloaded it like right after the direct. So it's like once it becomes available, you know, you can just jump right into it. I don't know if they're gonna do. I guess we'd find out. I was like, I don't know if they're gonna do like a midnight release digitally or not for that, but. You know, we'll find out. Fingers are crossed. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah. Is Delta Rune something that's already available on all the other platforms? That it's on, yeah, it showed, it's showed up, PC. I think it showed on Steam yeah. first. Yeah, it's, it's on Steam. It's on Steam, but I think that's it. I don't. I mean, I don't think it's on PS4 or Xbox One. 
Yeah, I think it only is like going to be on the Steam. It is already on Steam, and I think yeah. the only second platform will be on Switch. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting for a choice. That's actually I been. I, I feel like that's been like a lot of a lot of people have been doing that lately. Like I know, like with that with that sequel to um, Hollow Knight that they're doing, that's going to be the same thing, where it's just going to be Steam and Switch to start off with, you know, and then may, and then they'll port it to whatever after that. But I mean. Switch has become like the place to re- release your indie game, so you know why not? And I thought, and at first I thought Wargroove was only was only Steam and Switch, but uh, but Justin said it was on Xbox as well. Maybe it was just the only the only uh, homemade levels I saw were just Steam and Switch because I have little icons to tell you like who. Oh, it is on Xbox. It. That's what Justin was saying oh. that it was on Xbox One. So, because I think he had played it on there too. Uh, yeah. So Final Fantasy Nine, like I said. Uh... Undertale, and I, that's about it. Mm. I've probably gone through and played a couple. I was kind of like getting nostalgic and throwing on a couple of games here and there that I hadn't played in a while, mm. but nothing. I didn't spend in as much time with anything as I did with Tetris this week. Yeah. Well, I saw you. I mean, you've still been playing a good amount of Final Fantasy Nine. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, I totally forgot. I wanted to mention. Uh, Going to start talking about it now, but. Uh, we have a uh, Jeremy and I have a live show coming up on the sixteenth of March at the uh, Beat Kitchen in Chicago. If you're in the neighborhood, I think we're on at like seven thirty. But it's it's us and a bunch of other podcasts. We're all doing like twenty minute sets. So if you live in Chicago and you want to come see it, you should. Yeah, come yeah, see we'll it. keep promoting it, but it's yeah. it's going to be fun. I think uh, I'm interested to see what that environment will be like, and especially I've been we've been around other podcasters before, but. Probably never this many at once. Yeah, it's cool. I actually went to a, I went to like a meetup thing with them, and it was kind of one. It seemed like one of those things where it's like, uh, whoever showed up, like you're automatically on the show. So I was like, okay, <laughs> wow, that type of thing. I hey, mean, don't they, undersell it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, they we had to run a gauntlet of testing to get. Through <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, they seem they seem to be good people. They have like the guy who's doing it has like a million different podcasts, and he's been doing it for years. So. It's like uh, seems like good people to to be a part of, you know. It's good good people to know, and they do a lot of conventions and stuff. So, if you're ever interested in traveling, and stuff, it's funny. It's funny because I've been in that. a few bands throughout the years, and I've always wanted to play a show at the Beat Kitchen. So it's kind of funny that <laughs> you kind of are I, now. My yeah. podcast <laughs> got there before any music did. Yes. Hey, bring your guitar. Why not? You know. Yes. Yeah. I find ukulele. It's easier to take on the train. I can finally fully compete with Jeremy's bands because I got because <laughs> I got you to Beat Kitchen. Before they did, <laughs> yeah. I just before I forgot, I wanted to do it at the top of the show, and I completely forgot it. But just wanted to mention that really quick because I want to mention it like every week, so everybody knows to come. And apparently, the there's limited amount of tickets, so it's best to buy it ahead of time if you can. Which you have to buy a ticket if you're. I bought one. Well, did you buy one yet, Trey? Oh, I was going to buy you one if you didn't have one. Did you buy one already? Uh, I already bought one because I got scared. Oh okay okay cool then because I because I get a we get one free one so oh we do yeah so oh one for both of us yeah we get one free one that's for cool. both you of set us it up. I'll pay, yeah I'll pay. or you can give me some well I was I didn't know I I didn't want to make you pay I didn't want to make you pay to get there so I was just gonna like get a free one and buy the other one whatever if we had to you know that type of thing it's gonna be fun though Saturday night in Chicago doing the podcast at a bar yeah and there'll be like an after party and all that I'm sure you know it'll be. And there'll be like I don't know I think there's like ten podcasts or something like that doing it. It seems like there's a good amount of them, and I think I only I only met like four. And there's another video game one on there. So, and I've talked to yeah I wanted to have them on the show at some point, but but yeah that's uh 
that's our future future stuff for the show there. Are I you- think that's probably it for me for the week, though. Uh, okay. As far as purchases go, I just bought that piece of hardware and then played the games I already had. Nice. nice. Yeah, I played a. Here, I'll, I'll go. Um, I played. I played a little bit of Final Fantasy Nine. I. Uh, I forgot how weird the art is in that game. I mean, I like the game, but the art design just like that night guy. His face like kind of freaks me out. Like yeah, his, his weird stretched face. I don't know. And it doesn't like he doesn't ever blink. So he's just like. Yeah, his face just looks so strange. Like everybody, and and like the main character has a tail. Did they have explained that? Like why he has a tail? I'm sure no, it's just sort he's, of like a weird. He's just a weird human monster animal thing hybrid. Yeah, I would say he's just like a weird animal boy, pretty much. Because there's like hippos and rats, and yeah, everybody just coexists, non-human persons and persons alike. Yeah, but I did I did play around with it a little bit. Um, I I like I said I I barely I I have it for PSP. The, the the virtual console version of it for PlayStation One and I've played that one a little bit so but I did play I played a little bit more of uh, Final Fantasy Nine but the big thing uh, I got a couple things a couple games since last week actually like pretty much right after we got done recording last week the uh, remake of uh, Yume Nikki came out on the uh, Switch and uh, I guess I I should have done a little bit more research of it but it's a it's a 3D remake of the original Yume Nikki game which the Yume Nikki game is free on steam like and that's the uh, one that uh i forget the developer's name but he created it out off of the rpg maker and it became a big hit i don't know have you played this before natasha did you play some of the yumi nikki stuff i haven't actually one? played it but i've seen a lot about it so it's okay. like really intriguing me right yeah. now i know it's kind of culty and that's that. yeah it has like a cult following so that's why i was kind of looking into it but yeah i just kind of like jumped the gun and got the 3d one I think it's probably better to play the original one first because I think the 3D one is more confusing, I guess. But but the game in itself doesn't really doesn't really tell you where to go. Like the idea of it is it's a well, Yume Nikki means dream diary or dream journal in Japanese, and the new one says Yume Nikki dream diary, which is kind of funny because it's like it's the same thing over and over again. You know, it's like dream diary, dream diary. But <laughs> but yeah, no, it's basically the story of a girl. Um, she, you know, you can uh, go over to her bed and go to sleep. And when you go to sleep, like you, you're in this room with like ten different doors, and they all take you to different places in the dream world. And it doesn't really tell you like which door to go to first, because like you might need to collect stuff from one door to go to another door. But if it's, I don't know, if you like super bizarre games, like the original one looks a lot like Earthbound, I think. Like it has that like two uh, D, you know, sixteen uh, bit graphics. And this one actually looks, I mean, it looks different because it's 3D. But if you like super bizarre games um, and that are kind of haunting and all that, it's worth checking out. I want, I want to play more of it. I only, I did a stream like last week right after we were done, just because I didn't know it was going to drop that quick. You know, it came out at like 1 a.m. and uh, played around with it for a while. I'd like to come back to it, but I haven't gone back to it yet. But it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's an interesting game. <laughs> I don't know if I'd fully recommend it, but it's very much like. Yeah, if you like weird stuff that doesn't really tell you what to do and you kind of just want to, like, play through it and just, you know, just explore, it's good for that, I guess. The control's a little weird on it, I guess. Um, some of the jumping's strange, but it's a weird one. I don't know. That was my first That was my first purchase, but after that, actually, I think, like, the next day after, uh, I found out that Phoenix Wright, the, the Phoenix Wright trilogy already dropped in Japan, so I was kind of a little tipsy, so I just went ahead and bought it off the Japanese eShop. <laughs> And uh, uh, yeah, I saw that you got that, and I was wondering I did. how. So I bought it dropped in, on, on the Japanese eShop. I bought it through the Japanese eShop. Uh. I bought it through the Japanese eShop, but it's completely in English. Like it's, 
I didn't have to change any languages or whatever. It just automatically switches to English when you boot it up. Everything is completely translated and localized and all that. So yeah, and it's not supposed to come out till April. So if anybody's interested in getting the Phoenix Wright trilogy and you have a Japanese account, go for it. You'll get it a couple months ahead of time. I think it's the best version of it. I've played Phoenix Wright on a couple different things. Actually, I think this is the third time that I got it because I got it for I played it the first time on my cell phone. Actually, first time I played it was on the was on my cell phone and uh, me too. And uh, then I played, um, and then I got the uh, Wii one when the Wii shop was going down, you know, because I wanted to be able to play it on a TV. But I feel like right after I bought that, they announced that it was coming to Switch, and now I bought the Switch one too. But it's only it's only thirty bucks. It's for three games, so that's like ten dollars a game. That's like for the three first releases of, of Phoenix, right? And uh, mm. I, I love that game. It's it's so much fun. Like it, it's a uh, it's like interactive anime with no voices. Is what is what I would say. <laughs> what I, what I would compare it to. Like that's kind of what it feels like. I mean, it's a visual novel, but and the, but there's a possibility you can get game overs. You know, you can. Uh, and there's certain things that you have to. It has the feeling of like a point and click game, but without the pointing and clicking. I guess. I guess some points it is, but I like that you can't like. You get game overs, but if you do, it's because you're screwing up yourself. It's not like you get a game over for not collecting a certain thing or something like that. And you have to collect certain things to be able to progress, so you won't like end up screwing yourself over or anything like that. But the game is like written. I feel like it's written really well. Like I laughed out loud at a couple of things, like in the just just playing it by myself. Like I think I was I streamed it last Friday, but it wasn't. But I was. Uh, was it the third case where you um where you where you have to defend the uh that actor in the samurai show. Did you get that far, John? No, I didn't get very far. Oh, okay. Um, maybe in like the first or second case. Oh, okay. I don't know how far you guys did, how far you guys had played through that or, or if you did, but in the third case, you, um, there's a samurai actor that gets, that gets framed for a murder and, uh, his name's Will Power and he, and he gets framed for the, well, for, willpower. for the murder of Jackhammer, which I think is funny. Like, all the names are hilarious. Like, willpower won the Indy 500 that we went to. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this game came out 20 years ago, so it was... Oh, uh, he was probably named after that. It was way above, uh, way before the win, the willpower of, of the Indy 500. But no, it's it's just funny the way they, uh, like, they do, you know, like, you'll see the sprite of one character, like, in the like in the situation that they're in, and then they'll come to the stand and look the same, and they make jokes about, like, that. Like, there's a... Like there's a bus boy that's like always carrying a tray, you know, with like tea and like and like plates on it. And when he comes to testify, he's carrying the same tray. And they like reference that. They're like, "What do you?" They're like, "It must be heavy carrying that the whole time." And he's like, "Well, I was in the middle of delivering this to somebody, and then you had called me to the court, so I had to keep it with me." Like so, so they do like it's it's very much it's in on the joke, and they do pretty hilarious stuff in there. The one thing that like got me that I laughed out loud for is in the um in the samurai one, like you. There's a part where you interview the producer of the show. Her name is uh, D Vasquez, but uh, she <laughs> like whenever whenever um, Phoenix Wright like gets an idea, he like pounds the desk with his hand. He'll like he'll like hit it, and uh, and the other Edgeworth, your opponent, he'll do the same thing. And there's a part where he does that, and she says, uh, "Please don't do that. It bothers me." And then the other guy does it too, and then does it too to tell him not to do it, and she gets annoyed by it, and it I don't know, it cracked me up. Because they just kept doing it back and forth, and I thought it was hilarious. There was another thing where they were like, uh, "Will you say something?" and it just showed up a question mark, and somebody said, "Don't question mark me." Like it said, "Don't," and then it showed the question mark me. So it's like it's very much in on the in on the joke, and it's it's funny, and I get a kick out of it. But yeah, no, I played a lot of that game. It's uh it gets addicting after a while. Like once you get into the story and 
learn of the characters and all that. And it's it kind of like um, Professor Layton or something in the sense that there is an overarching story for all the stuff. Like, oh yeah, does each game is. represent like one full story with all the cases or yeah, all no, the they cases do disconnected. No, they're they're connected. Like every there's yeah. a there's a story there's a through line that's going through all of them. Awesome. Like everything is, it's not like. Yeah, like it's. I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to say much. I don't want to spoil it because I feel like you should play it without reading anything at all. I'll probably get it eventually. I've talked about this for years. Yeah. No, it's really good. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Like I and I like I like visual novels. Like I like uh, like what was it? Room thirty two thirty seven for DS. Like I loved that game. Like I don't know if you guys remember that. Like the black Mm. and white one with the with the hotel or whatever. Like that one was really fun. And once you get yeah, once you get into the characters and all that, I think it's really great like i it, it kind of had sort of the effect of like breath of the wild on me where i'd like where i was like i'll play it for a little bit and then it's like three hours later and i'm like oh what happened you know <laughs> i've been playing this game for a while and i forgot that i was playing it because it's so much fun is to it, play like that type is, of thing is it like the um it, you, you said you played the wii one and the phone one yeah i'm wondering is this like a whole new thing or is this a port of those no this is a port of those but this is definitely the best looking one of all of them okay like it's this is the best version of the first three Phoenix Wright games, is what it is. Which is because um, that was the it's the original trilogy, and from my understanding, they did three, and the creator wanted to be done with it after that. So then it stops mm. being Phoenix Wright, and then there's Apollo Justice after that. That's a different guy, and I guess he wasn't as popular. So then when 3DS came around, they bought brought Phoenix Wright back for a couple for like the Layton one, the Layton crossover, and the Dual Destinies one. But this is like the main first three stories. But so these would be a good place to start if you've never played. Yeah, this is the start. This is the starting point. Yeah, if you want to start it, it's and I think it's supposed to be Phoenix Wright's like first case, like the very first one. But it's yeah, it's a lot of fun to play. And uh, I was just looking around online, and uh, it, it turns out that Takashi Miike, the director of Ichi the Killer, uh, he also yep. made a Phoenix Wright movie, <laughs> a Phoenix Wright yeah, live I was action just movie. Imagine that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because I just watched, I just recently watched his Yakuza movie that he did, the the one based on the Yakuza games from the 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 Sega ones, and I'm like, damn, he made, he made a Phoenix Wright one too. I'm like, I should get that movie and see how bad that is, because <laughs> I thought, I mean, I bought the Yakuza one, and I thought that one was it could have been a lot better than what it was, but it's you know, it's whatever. Mike is kind of all over all over the place with his projects, but but yeah, I was like, damn, he made a Phoenix Wright movie too. <laughs> It's like I didn't expect that. There's also an anime. There's like an anime that's still going on of Phoenix Wright, which I don't want to watch anything until I finish the game because, like I said, I don't want any spoilers. But it's, I mean, it's a 20 year old game. Thankfully, I don't really know the story of it. Like I haven't really researched it to the point that anything's spoiled for me, so I can still go through it and it feels new and all that. But yeah, I don't so- think the Phoenix Wright like through line is part of popular culture yeah. here or anything like that. <laughs> Nobody's talking about Phoenix, right? Like I said, it came out in 2001, so it's a pretty old game. I don't think anybody cares about it anymore. It's been on what it was on. I don't know if there were Game Boy Advance ones, but there were definitely. The original one. Uh, yeah. The original one was on Game Boy DS Advance. DS ones. Oh, it was? Yeah. The Phoenix Wright one was a Game Boy Advance game. In Japan, I don't think it, I think it was ported. I think it came out on DS here, but the original one was a Game Boy Advance game, which they ported to DS. But it also seems like a bit more like a another nail in the coffin for the 3DS that we're seeing. All the portable games come to the Switch now. Mm. Yep. Well, this is a as, as far as I know, I think this is and is like the the only HD version because like all the pictures of the characters look really smooth and they look brighter and they look and they animate better and like some of the operating system of it's a little bit different. Like the way because you have like kind of like a 
little meter like that that you'll lose if you um if you present the wrong thing like you'll you'll lose some of that meter and when that meter's done then you get a game over whatever that that's different because originally i think it was just like exclamation points in the first game and now it looks like a life meter but yeah no it looks really good it's definitely the best version of phoenix right that i've played so it's uh i haven't i haven't i've only done it on the tv so i don't know if you can do any sort of uh touchscreen stuff with it but but yeah, it's a lot of fun to play. I mean, it's written really well. Like all the characters are good, you know, which has always been been the way that way for those games. But yeah, it's cool. If you guys have, like I said, if you have a Japanese account, hop on there. You can get it early. It's only it's only thirty bucks. I thought that was a good deal because I've seen people selling the physical one for fifty, like for. But that might be like import prices. But but yeah, I just I got a I, I got a card from a. I got eShop points through PlayAsia just because they do that instant. You can get the instant money and put it right on your Japanese account, and boom. And plus, I had some money left over on there too, so it wasn't fully it wasn't fully thirty three. I did that. I did that one time with uh, the Super Mario Brothers Arcade versus. Yeah, because that came out like a day early or something. Right. I did it. I bought it, and then within a couple of hours, it was out for the U.S. eShop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like the next day. But I mean, but you still get it. Was still like a. English version, you know, it was translated mm-hmm. and all that. So same exact version. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like what happened to me with Puyo Tetris, where I got the Japanese version and it never. There was I don't know. I can't play it in English. Like it's there was never a patch or or that. So those it, tutorials so. mean nothing to you. Yeah, those new tutorials mean nothing to me. But yeah, I think that's most of what I've been playing. Oh yeah, I played a uh, I played a little bit of Starlink because Starlink had a free weekend thing where you could try it out. Um, I already bought the game, so I didn't need the free weekend. But I wanted to see if, like, they would maybe give me a, maybe give me like a free ship or something out of that to try out. And I guess I wasn't as stuck on it as I was. So I so I played it for a while, and then I kind of got stuck on a part again and stopped playing it. But it's still kind of, I still kind of feel the same way where it, where it wants you to wants you to buy more stuff than I mean. I, they say that you can play through the whole thing without buying extra stuff, but. I still feel like it's kind of pushing you to that. Yeah, I was at Target today, and I saw some of those ships are still like eighty bucks. Not even the Star Fox one. Oh, really? Because I thought yeah. they were like I thought they went down to twenty, like for the starter pack, like the Star Fox. I think it's one. kind of all over the place. Like you can easily find the, the Star Fox one for twenty bucks at a yeah. bunch of different places at this point. But mm. I was I was surprised that it was still marked eighty bucks for a bunch of the different the different sets. Mm. So I don't know. It's still taking up a lot of shelf space. So maybe it's not doing that bad. Yeah, yeah, I wondered about that because yeah, in the direct they mentioned that they were doing all that DLC stuff, all the new, but it was new Star Fox stuff. So I feel like, I feel like the Nintendo one probably sold the best out of the three of them because of this, because of having Star Fox tacked on there. You know, and the fact that you can play through the whole game as Star Fox, you don't even have to worry about any of the other characters in the game, which is what I liked about it. It's like I don't, I don't really care about all those other guys. I just want to fly around as Star Fox, you know, and talk to his buddies and all that. But yeah, no, I, I played around with it a little bit. Um, since I got that uh, 8-bit dough converter thing, mm-hmm. I did I did play some Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Fighters, so I could use my Tatsunoku versus Capcom arcade stick that I bought way back oh. when. Because nice. how does that work? It works. It works great. I mean, it's just like a just like playing a flight fighting game with an arcade stick. It's um yeah, it it works well. Um, I just wanted to try it out and see it work. See if it worked. It doesn't seem laggy at all to me. Oh, one one really weird thing about this, about the eight uh, bit dough thing that I found strange, uh, mm-hmm. it it takes batteries. It, you actually have to put double A's in it, so it doesn't. You yeah. can't recharge it. I found that really weird. But also another thing that's cool is you can um, 
there's this there's a green button with a star on it. This is actually a capture button, so you can actually use. It kind of adds like an extra button on there, so you can um, if you're playing a GameCube GameCube game or whatever, and you want to capture 30 seconds or whatever through the game, you can do that with this. So that's a nice thing that it added it on there. So you know, because all of the old controllers don't have that. So like that, through that's the switch, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Just through the interface, like it's okay. I see now. You know what I mean? Like the button. You know how like uh-huh. uh, on the switch controllers, there's the home button and there's the capture button. Uh-huh. Well, this has a capture button on the converter, so Ooh. you can so you don't have to grab another controller. So, like when I was playing Tetris and I got a whole bunch of, uh, you know, I got a whole bunch of uh, KOs. I wanted to capture it, but I don't. But I could do it through this. I don't need another controller. I don't need an actual switch controller to do it. I can just hit the button on here, and it. Cool. Is there a home capture. button too? Uh, the home, well, I used. The, there's a home button on the Wii controller already that I was using on the on the classic controller. Oh, uh, okay. I was just thinking because they mainly they were advertising that as a way for you to get a GameCube controller on there, and GameCube doesn't have a yeah. home or a capture. Right. So I'm yeah. wondering, is there a home button on there? Um, possibly. I don't know. I haven't tried. It. I haven't played it with GameCube. I only played it with Wii with Wii controllers. Hmm. So, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool, and you can hook it up to your computer too if you want. Like, there's a switch for Switch or PC on here, but. And it like um you can like you know if you put your when you put your switch to sleep it goes to sleep too like the mode this it'll automatically sync with your switch once you, once you have it going it'll just uh turn on whenever it has like a power button like this red button you just hit it and it just turns it's on it's pretty much a Wiimote, but it, without minus minus pointing yeah <laughs> yeah minus all the pointing but yeah that, that's what that's what I've been that's what I've been playing around with oh yeah I played more of Chibi Robo too. Um, I kind of played, got to a level that was incredibly annoying, and I stopped playing. <laughs> I got to where it was not funny and not fun. The Chibi Robo Ziplash, <laughs> that is the 3DS one. I got to this. So what, what, what would you give that game out of ten? What do you think? Mm, I don't know. I, I looked at the old IGN review just to check it out, and uh, was it Kelly Plague gave it a five? It gave it a five out of ten. Is that accurate? Uh. Mm. Maybe a six. I don't know. I think five's kind of rough, but I've only played like the first level set. But I did get to this level on the first level set. It was like the final one that I had to beat, you know, and it was, it's just, it controls so dumb. Like you're on this floating bubble thing, like this balloon. And if you push up, you go up. But in order to go down, you have to hit left and right really quickly to swing Chibi Robo back and forth. And that brings it down. And it's just not fun to play at all. Like this level isn't. And it's kind of like, it killed it for me. I'm like, okay, this level's really dumb, and I, I don't know why this is in here. So it kind of like, and I and I have to beat it to progress. I just didn't really have the patience for it, so I kind of like moved on, went back to Persona Q on 3DS, which I'm still playing that as well. So, so yeah, I've all sorts of still playing all sorts of stuff when I have time, that type of thing. But yeah, and 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 Tetris 99, like we like Jeremy and I were saying, we've been rocking that out. Um, what what have you what have you been playing, Natasha? Let's see. I actually just beat Bunny and the Ink Machine. I made like the Switch port. Okay. They had it on Switch. They had it on on PS4, Xbox, and Steam. And I really like the controls for Switch. But it's like this old school, old timey game. It kind of feels like Mickey Mouse. Mm. And all like the like all the levels are in this like sepia color, which is mm-hmm. kind of really cool to look at. It's all like a 3D environment. Mm-hmm. And this game is scared me i have multiple streams of me just screaming mm. well, <laughs> just because of this is so frightening 
But, like, that was, like, the one game I've been playing a lot lately. And it's the first game I've actually beaten on stream. Okay. But, yeah. And then I also... So, I've been playing Undertale on on my Switch. I've been playing Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu on my Switch. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, another game I was, I've been playing, but I can't remember it for the life of me right now. But I've been playing League of Legends. That's okay. like another thing, but yeah, sure. Pretty much those. <laughs> nice, sweet. I was gonna. Oh yeah, one thing I forgot, and I but I barely played this one, so it doesn't really matter. And I think uh, you might have played it more, but uh, what is it? Um, Trials, mm-hmm. the Trials beta that came out. I basically played it enough to know that I suck at the game, so I stopped yeah. after a while. It was really <laughs> hard for me to get into. But I it, think it's pretty fun. I'm, I don't know if it's going to be worth 25 bucks, which is what the, yeah. the going price is for it. Um, I thought it was higher than that, actually. I thought it was like 40 this No, I saw, I saw 25 oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think it's... There was like a gold version you might be thinking of, Trey. Yeah, maybe that was it. I, I, oh, yeah. I just I felt like it was kind of it was kind of high. There's like the one with the season fun. pass or whatever that's more. Yeah, uh, and then... Either way, I think it's overpriced. I think it's like really to me, it's like a twelve or fifteen dollar game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like that really on fun. Xbox. Yeah, yeah, ten bucks over is is, is that's way too much. Um, yeah, I, I think the the core mechanic of it is really fun. I I, I had a good hour hour and a half with it. Um, definitely, it's one of those games where you you try to do the level or the course as it is. Um, and then you fail, and then you do it again and again and again. Yep. There's no load times between your failure and your starting the next match. Is it's there a, a quick rest. restart if you fuck yeah. up? Like, okay. Yeah, it, it's instant. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they definitely, game designers definitely knew that they had that kind of game on their hands. And I probably tried one of the levels at least 40 times. Oh wow! Within <laughs> within like 50 15 minutes. Okay. Yep. You played it. You played it a lot more than I did. I, I honestly tried it like four or five times, and I'm like, man, I, I'm I don't understand this game, and then I, I just quit. Yeah, I played it. I played <laughs> a lot of it on the 360 because yeah. I had a friend who had it. But long before I ever bought a 360, my friend Dan had it, and uh, whenever I'd go to his house for quite a long period of time, I'd go over there, um, and sometimes it would just be like during the day or whatever. It would be like after the bars close, we might be a little tipsy, but. That we would just throw that game on whoever was over. We would just take turns playing it for like really long periods of time. Yeah. And there was like different modes in there too, where you like there's like trick modes and jumps. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all that's going to be in this version too, but all those like bonus games were a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. So I think it does a good job of making you feel like like a, a BMX star. You uh-huh. know, it makes you you flip around and uh, there's you, like you fireworks and things and stuff, fireworks right? and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, you do like huge dives. Um, yeah, it, it does a good job of making you feel feel the the intensity of the action and all that stuff. And the physics, I think, is really on point, is the other thing. You know, when you mess up, it's one of those games, when you mess up, it's your fault, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's what makes it a good game. But I think still, it's just too simplistic for, for 25 bucks. Unless there's a ton of extra modes... There might be a lot something. to it, though. I mean, I, I maybe, yeah, yeah. True, it is the beta. I have read that it's not great looking, which is like, I don't know. It's an indie. It's not really an indie game, but it's kind of presented like an indie game, and mm-hmm. always kind of has been. So, looks aren't everything, but 
I don't know if it's if it at all interferes with the the gameplay. But I've also seen people talk about the digital trigger and how that versus an analog trigger may affect your like acceleration and deceleration. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I didn't try it. I didn't try it. So hmm. I, I saw know. an article. I've only played about... the original versions. Yeah, <laughs> I also saw the article about the visuals. Um, maybe it was the same one that you saw, Jeremy. But, but I, I don't know. I, I played I played it on my TV. I thought it looked fine. I didn't notice anything about visuals being poor oh, you're actually using a tv now so yeah that's true yeah i didn't i didn't I graduated uh, i didn't notice any difference either i just noticed that i sucked at it but i was trying to figure out i don't know if you guys uh did you play the ps3 at all natasha did you have a ps3 i was lame and i didn't have one oh, okay. i joined the ps4 reign so oh, okay. i feel so left out <laughs> i don't have a ps3 either but a lot of people had 360s yes. Well, I just, I was asking because there's like a, there's an exclusive, I forget what it was called, but it was like a stunt. It was like supposed to be like an evil Knievel type guy. And he had like, and it was called like stunt bike something like stunt bike Joe or something like that. I remember what it was called. It was free on PlayStation plus, but this, uh, this game kind of reminded me of that. It's like a, it was like a 2d, um, st- a stunt bike game where you would like go through and do tricks and stuff. And it was super cartoony, but I think that one, mm-hmm. I like that one. Like I, I was able to play that one, but it kind of, the way this one controls, it kind of reminded me of that one, except, except it didn't control as well as the PS3 one. At least I thought, or at least I didn't get it. I don't know. I forget what it's called. Um, I, I was just trying to do a quick search and I, without knowing the name of it, it's hard for me to find it, but, but yeah, I think it's, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, do too. I can see it in my head. There were a couple, there were a couple of them actually. There's a sequel to it, but yeah, that game was a lot of fun, but I forget what it was called, but it kind of reminded me of that, but not as it wasn't explosion man. Was it? No, that wasn't even a racing game. Explosion oh, man was okay. like a, I thought that was, was like, like a platform or something. That was a platform, right? I played that game too. Okay. I played a, I used to, I mean, I, when I got my PS3, I played it hardcore. So I played a lot of games on there, but Joe danger, Joe danger. Yeah, you got it. You figured it out. That's him. Joe Danger, nice. I don't know how you. I don't know how you found that one, Jeremy. But I way should to be go. Phoenix Wright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hold it. <Sleuth. No. laughs> cool. All right. Um, is it? So well, what, these these types of games go all the way back to like Flash. Like they were on Flash. The games like Trials, and I used to play them back in college. Yeah. Like so, and then of course you know it, it all harkens back to Excite Bike. That kind of yeah. like that mm-hmm. tilt control. So sure, yeah. They're a lot of fun, and they're very satisfying and intuitive once you get to playing them. So mm. it may be something that I'll check out. It, it may be if it goes on sale yeah. eventually. I think definitely if it goes on sale, again, 12 or maybe 15 bucks. It would be it would be a really good game to play like on train or something where you're just like, right. yeah. I'm just going to play this level over and over again and <laughs> turn it off when I get frustrated. Sure. I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, I think there it's... I, I'm guessing there's probably a lot of stuff in it, though. Like, I... I'm thinking that there's a lot of different modes to do. I mean, so I think it's probably going to would be worth the 25. There is a mode. There is a, yeah. One of the modes on uh, one of the other ones that I played on the Xbox was so fun because it was like, you know, like you'll get thrown off the bike. Does that happen in this version? You'll get thrown off the bike. And the goal is to like incur the most damage, like break the most bones, so to speak. So. You'll, oh, like, right. fly off the bike, and then you'll, like, run into stuff, and you'll roll down the hill, and mm. you'll, like, fly, and you'll, like, the more, like, and, like, you'll hit explosion barrels and all this stuff. So, like, the more, like, battered up your guy is at the end, the more points you get. So that's pretty fun. Like, those kind of modes are mm. awesome, like, additions to just the standard. I don't know if you call it action or a puzzle mode that yeah. the normal mode would be. For sure. Mm. Is that what you've been playing, John? 
Yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing that game and a lot more Katamari. I've gotten a lot farther in that game. Um, I got to the point where now I'm rolling up boats and buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's the, I just, man, Dream I'm just big. so charmed by that game. Yes, yes. Dream big and roll on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I love that game. Again, I'm just so glad that I, I bought it and I can finally experience it in HD and on the Switch wherever I go. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, my other news is that I sent off my controller today. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yes, say a prayer for my controller. Oh, so you officially did it. You officially I sent off the Pro. Yeah, yeah. They sent me a label and everything in the mail and, mm. and a letter with instructions on what to do. Um, and supposedly, they're going to fix my D-pad, okay. which is the same D-pad that, that everybody else is having a problem with. Yeah, so, yeah it'll be... I don't know. It'll be we'll really cool what to... Yeah, it'll be really cool to talk about, like, what... Yeah, how how good it how much better it is than they send it back because even I feel like even some of the newer pro controllers like still haven't fixed that the phantom you know mm-hmm. up issue that we've that we've been talking about like that so so yeah, yeah. trying it out and so again that, for anybody who didn't listen last week this is all free yeah so I just all I did was call Nintendo I told them that I'm having the D pad issue I played dumb a little bit you know. Like I didn't know that this was an issue with with everybody. What is this D pad um, thing? Right. <laughs> what is right. that? What is the plus thing on it? I'm not <laughs> with that. You mean the pause button? No, no, the other one. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I was I was totally honest. I told him I bought the controller two years ago, or however long ago it was when when Switch came out, and uh, they said, yeah, for this particular issue, we'll fix it for free. Hmm. So, anybody else wants to try it, call up Nintendo, tell them your D pad sucks. Yeah, maybe they'll send you a shipping label like they did for me. Hmm. So, yep. I'm, so you said they sent it in the mail, the shipping label. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's the option. You can print out your, you your can label print it or whatever. Out too. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I wanted them to send me a label. Okay. You know, it's like you fault. can't. They messed up. I don't want to pay for the paper and the ink. Sure. You know. Well, I mean, I. Uh... Do you have to supply your own envelope? <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> you send them an yeah, envelope no. and they send it back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I did go to UPS and buy my own box and everything. But, Ooh, uh, sucker. I know, I'm a sucker. Just save that box next time when you get it back in case you have to send it again. Well, <laughs> yep. well when yep. I... Uh, when no my, need to buy two boxes. Exactly. Like, my, my Wii broke a couple times when it was in warranty, and I totally went to... I don't know how I got it to work, but I went I went to, like, FedEx, and they gave me a box for free. I didn't pay. I didn't pay anything for it, and they wrapped it and all that for free, so... And I same thing. They sent me they sent me a you know whatever sticker thing, and I just printed it out at FedEx. I mean, I paid for that, but and then just and then they put it in a. Well, I put it. I, maybe I brought a box. I don't know, but I didn't. But I didn't pay anything for it. Is what I'm saying. Like they they packed it and sent it. And I feel like the guy who did it was pissed about it. But hey, he he did it, so whatever. But I did. I mean, it was like during the time when I was really really poor, so I couldn't really have paid for it anyway. But my Wii wasn't working, and that was my only my only piece of entertainment at the time. So I had to like send it in and get it fixed and all that. But, but they did do it for free and they, you know, they did. And yeah. I did it a couple times and it even broke a third time. And I did have to pay a hundred dollars for it the third time to get it to work. But it broke right before, uh, what's it? The uh, right before, um, Skyward Sword came Skyward, out. So yeah. I had to, so I had to get it fixed so I could play Skyward Sword. It was like, it was one of those things. Like it died. I remember it died while I was playing Donkey Kong Country Returns. Which I loved that game, but it it died died doing what it loved, playing that game, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, is that all you guys been playing for the week? 
That's it for me. That's, that's yep. been a that's been a pretty pretty long what we've been doing thing. But there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Well, let's take let's take a break and then we'll come back and do the news. Okay. All right, cool. So today was Pokemon Day, and there was a big Pokemon Direct, which we will get to, I promise. But there were a couple things that we, um, some other things that I want to mention really quick here. I know uh, John was was good enough to make a nice little format of us for us of all the big things that were happening. I wanted to say one of the ones that I think is crazy is uh, Melee. There's no Melee at Evo this year. Can you guys believe yeah. that? Isn't that like the first time in like ten years or something since? Uh, I, or is it I more than that? It like has as ultimate dethroned. Melee is that what's happening here? That's so weird because uh, you know it. For anyone at home that don't know what Ev- what Evo is, it's a big um, it's a big fighting game competition that happens every year. And uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee has been on there every year for I don't know how long. I feel like probably since the beginning. Yeah, I feel like since the beginning, and it's and I find it crazy that it's that it's missing this year. Like they they just unleashed or they just unleashed they just unveiled uh, their um all the games that they will have on there and uh melee is missing for some reason like even in the past when they had the had smash for wii u at evo they also had melee mm-hmm. yeah. so now this time they don't have melee so there's nine there's nine games on here i just want to go through them really quick um do you know what undernight in birth is because i have no idea what that is do you guys know what that is or is that a new one that hasn't come out yet no. sometimes they do that but other than that i know all the other ones so the undernight in birth um, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Dragon Ball Fighters, Street Fighter V, Tekken 7, Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, Soul Calibur 6, Mortal Kombat 11, and Samurai Showdown. Whoa, is that a new Samurai Showdown? Those are the games, that's the official lineup of this year's EV, of EVO, and, uh, yeah, no Smash Brothers Melee in sight. It's, uh, Very it's a crazy thing, but was, we definitely needed to report on that. I just, uh, I can't believe it. I just think Ultimate is definitely more superior than Melee, especially since yeah. they brought back all of the characters from the past games. Right. It just plays super well, and, like, the characters are also revised a bit compared to, like, Melee's old little tiny little bugs it used to have. Sure. Mm-hmm. I know, like, all the Melee players that I know have switched to Ultimate, which is oh, really? shocking. Okay. Because I know, yeah. well, people swore by it, and that's why it was always in there, because it was, like... I felt like no matter what new Smash Brothers there would be, there's still the melee people that want to play, that want to play melee. So like I figured it would always stay on there. But yeah, it says it has been on Evo since 2007, so it's like 12 years of of melee before yeah <laughs> before it's now. Insane. So that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's all, yeah. So it's it's crazy. But yeah, I guess uh, I mean you yeah you, you say that uh, most people have switched over. So I guess it's. Uh, I guess that's that's where we're at. I mean, maybe if there's a big enough fuss about it, I'm sure it'll show up in the 2020 Evo. That's what I'm but, thinking. 
Yeah. But yeah, it'll Most switch like- back if enough people raise a fuss. But hopefully, this was the the Smash Brothers that unified everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I it. think it definitely has because everyone's been playing Ultimate. No matter what Smash player you were, even the Project M people, they're mm, all in Ultimate. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, Project M. I forgot about that. I I, I got. I mean, I I got the whatever the patch that you needed to download to put on. Like I did play a little bit of that on the Wii, or like the the Brawl version and all that. But yeah, um, no more melee on Evo. I wonder Crazy. if the I wonder if the tournament mode in, in Ultimate had anything to do with that. Like the fact that this is like so Ultimate is so catered to the tournament crowd. They even have a whole mode. Just where you can do all those branching, you know, brackets yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, did they just say, okay, this is way easier than trying to organize melee? Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, they've had um, tournament mode since the Wii version. Like, Brawl had a tournament mode on it. Oh, did it? Honestly, I don't yeah, like, the one for Switch just seems so much more straightforward than the previous mm-hmm. brackets because, like, in the Wii U version, it did this weird doubles bracket that it, I did not even understand compared to now, like mm. the single brackets. Sure. So it's just way more easy on the eyes as well. Mm-hmm. It's like fixed everything from the past games and was like, here's your brand new Smash game. We fixed everything you guys complained about. So mm-hmm. there's no Waluigi, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, well, we don't need him. <laughs> yeah, we don't need him. <laughs> I, know some, I know some people like him, but I don't. I personally don't care. I know John's a an ultimate Waluigi hater. Waluigi. Yeah. I think he, there's no point. He's a hater. No point. What's the point? Exactly. Speaking he doesn't of, even have his own game, so I don't see yeah, point. He has no personality. He will, though. <laughs> Him and Tingle are going to have their own crossover. Game. Well, Tingle has a game, oh, I'm though. I'm not interested in that, actually. Doesn't Tingle have a game? He has like a. Oh, Tingle does, but... He has a puzzle game? Does, yeah. even, just, even Tingle has a game. Tingle's Rosie Rupee Land. I'm just saying, Tingle has a game. Waluigi doesn't have a game. <laughs> Sort of Waluigi related. I don't know if you guys saw, but there's a, there's a couple like additions to my wall back here. Um, yeah. I, I was trying to find my classic controller, and I found some stuff in the in like my storage area that I didn't know I had. So there's stuffed Wario up there, one mm-hmm. from a claw machine years ago. On top of the PS3 or the PS3. It's, he's, <laughs> he's, Virtual Boy. It's sitting on the Virtual Boy, yeah. And also there's an II in there too, a stuffed II, which was the pre-sale bonus of the of the Super Monkey Ball adventure game that came out for GameCube, if you guys remember that. Wasn't very wasn't very good, but was that GameCube or Wii? That was GameCube, man. Really? Yeah. The one there that was three the one, ga- monkey ball games on GameCube? There were, yeah. There was a third one that kinda sucked that I that I bought and was disappointed at. I'm pretty sure you Time played forgot. it. I'm pretty sure you played it. Like I, because I got it and I think I traded in, but I kept the 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 uh, stuffed II that came with it. So I might get it. I might have to get it because I have the other two on GameCube. And... Okay, uh, I was telling you, it wasn't very good. Or at least I didn't like it very much, and I turned it in. But no, it's like it's basically it's supposed to be like an adventure game. Like so, there's not like level by level. It's like an open world, like with the monkey balls and all that. It'd be interesting to return to, I guess. And I mean, it's probably not that expensive, but. If you ever wanted to do like a dual stream or something about it, I'd totally be into doing it. If it's is it not. like the Diddy Kong Racing of Monkey Ball? Well, I mean, I like Diddy Kong Racing. I mean, I think that's. But a I'm good still game, saying, but... like, is it kind of like that where it's? I don't. You're I... still you're still rolling around like a monkey ball, but it's a bit, it's an open world or something. Yeah, it's like there's a. Yeah, I wish I could. I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. Um, to see what the. Yeah, yeah let's not get hung on, up on it too. Super long. Monkey Ball Adventure is what it's called. That was right, and you can buy it for twenty bucks. So if you're interested in getting it, there is a forgotten third Monkey Ball on on GameCube. Yeah, just throwing it out there. It's not very good, but 
Yeah, I, I I pre-ordered it. It came with a free II. I kept the II to return the game. So I kept the good part. <laughs> but yeah, there's that. Um, what was it? Uh, there's been some uh, release dates for Resident Evil has happened. Yes. Resident, Resident Evil, Evil. Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil Remake, Resident Evil 4 are all coming into the Switch three days after my birthday. So I guess May that's 21st. my first. I guess that's my big birthday bundle there. Even though I don't think I'll get any of them because I already have them, and I don't really need to play them handheld. Sorry, yeah. Resident there's Evil. some uh, kind of weird things about, about about them. I guess they're all if, if you get the the physical one, it only comes with Resident Evil. Yeah, uh, Evil Zero. Excuse me, Zero. Mm-hmm. So only Zero is on the disc, and then you have to download Resident Evil One. Yeah. That's weird. It should be the other way around, right? I mean, yeah. seriously, yeah. they should both be on the on the system. It shouldn't be like you have to download one. But they've been they're doing the same thing with uh, Final Fantasy X, like the Final Fantasy X, X two. Like X mm-hmm. is on the is on the cartridge, but you have to download X two if you if you buy the physical version of it. So, and they did the same thing with Resident Evil Revelations. Like Revelations one was on the cart, but you had to download Revelation Re- Revelation two. So it's. Uh, Something they've done before, but if it's zero and you have to download regular Resident Evil, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like, why not? Yeah, I don't know. At this point, like, if when half the game is not even on the cartridge, why even do, do a cartridge release? Yeah, it's annoying if you're like I, I think I mentioned this when I got the uh, when I got Starlink. It's annoying if you're in a place that doesn't really have good internet because with Starlink, I was at my mom's house. She doesn't have very good internet, but I wanted to play it. But I basically I can only get so far because it had an install. Like so, you get to a part where you can't progress anymore, and you just have to wait for it to download. So it was like, okay, like I'm just gonna play Dragon Ball Fighters because there's no install for that, you know. But it sucks, you know, for like like even like way back when I got Mario Plus Rabbids, you know, when when Jess and I went on vacation, we went to that uh to the lake house where there was like no internet, and I wanted to and I wanted to play the game, but I knew I couldn't download it, so I bought the game. Just think if Mario Plus Rabbids had an install, I wouldn't have been able to play it, you know. It's just kind of like like you were saying, John. It kind of defeats the purpose of having a physical game. You know, you want to like not have to deal with that stuff. You know, right? I thought the argument for having physical games is was that you know some people still even in you know 2019 don't have r- real great high speed internet. Yeah. And so, what are you doing to them? You know, they bought the cartridge because they just wanted the game right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And, they can't even play it day one when they buy it. They got to wait their long time because their internet sucks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird. Yeah. And it's even weird. It's, I'd find it very weird that zero. Yeah. Zero will be only the only physical available, like four or one yeah. won't be, it won't be available. So yeah. And if you get the all digital package, it's 30 bucks, right? Uh, yeah. For, I, don't, I don't know the price for all three. Yeah. I think it's 30. That sounds, three that sounds about right. I mean, I, I don't know. Are you thinking about buying any of them again, John? I mean, I know you you no. probably you don't have them. You probably don't have your GameCube hooked up, or or I don't know if you have like the original remake or even got Zero yeah. or anything like that. Oh, you know, I have the original remake. Okay, that's how we met. Yeah, but I didn't know but, if you uh, had sold it or not. Like in yeah, you know, no. you know, I, I mean, yeah, I sold no, no. my first version too and bought it again. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I still have all the GameCube games, and you know, I'm someone who like if I have it. On the original system, I prefer to play it on the original system. I just do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have all. That's how it's supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to buy any of them. Yeah. 
Well, I have two because you bought me you bought me the Resident Evil Wii edition, John. So I have two versions mm-hmm. of Resident Evil Four. I have it on GameCube and the Wii version, and I have Resident Evil Zero and the Resident Evil Remake on GameCube. So it's like, I guess it would be cool to play Resident Evil to play those games in HD. I guess, but. I don't know. It de- it depends on how good it looks. Because I do really, out of the three of those, I was going to say I like the Resident Evil remake the most. But I know a lot of people like Resident Evil 4. I just don't, I don't think Resident Evil 4 has aged as well as people would like to think that it does. Like, you still can't, it's still tank controls. Like, you still can't strafe and shoot and all that. It's fun that on the game. Wii with the yeah. pointer controls. Like, yeah. when I played that kind of recently, I was like, yeah, this does add something to the game. Sure. Um, oh, it makes it easier. And I was actually able to go through. It does and make it easier, yeah. I was able to go through and clear all those target modes with that, actually, because you can aim a lot quicker with the pointer. But aside from Resident Evil, there's a, there's also a, a release date for Saints Row the Third that's launching nine days before my birthday. Did, was there ever a price on that? A price on that? Yeah. Have they mentioned how much it's going to cost yet? Let's see. I've got the article right here. That game was made in the town I live in. Champagne? I don't think they mentioned. No. Saints Row was? Mm-hmm. The Volition is in Champagne. No. Technically, I'm in the town over Urbana, but Volition are, uh, Studios is in Champagne. Are they still? Are they still around? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if they had like gone under like THQ Nordic oh. and all and all that. They're still around. Okay. I'm interested in this game. Just because I want Grand Theft Auto Five to be on the Switch, and this is the closest thing that we have so far. I really liked Saints Row the Third. I played it a lot on PS3. It's uh, it was one of those games that I got on PlayStation Plus, and I even bought a physical version of it after my PlayStation Plus lapsed because I wanted to keep playing it. So, so yeah, it's it's a fun game. It's totally worth playing. Like if you want to play a game that knows that it's a game. And it will just be super over the top and ridiculous, which I think most of those sandbox games should be. I think it's a lot of fun to play. I liked it better than Grand Theft Auto, but I know you guys like that one better. Or like the only one that Grand Theft Auto I really got into is GTA Five. So, yeah. well, granted, the last Grand Theft Auto I played was Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So it's uh no, I played San Andreas. But like the last one I played was the PlayStation Two one. What, so I, not, what I played really... in Chinatown Wars was fun on mobile, but I did wish oh, yeah, I, I like... had. I did play controls. that. I did play Chinatown Wars on DS, and I did like it. But yeah, that's about. I didn't play any of the PS3 uh, GTA games just because they're not my favorite. Not my favorite games. So there were other stuff to play. But um, what else do we got? Uh, there's some new characters getting added to Mario Tennis. Um, I, I haven't booted that up in a long time, but you know, no, I know, no Jeremy loves that game. We could. Uh, Play that again. I st- I still think I think it's a decent game, but they're still adding stuff to it. You know, um, uh, I know you have on here that Pauline is getting added on the first, but there's also been a news story past that that um, that uh, what was it? Kamek and Drybones are getting added as well. That I don't know. If, I don't know the date yeah. for that, but they've uh, that one's that's on there also. So they're still adding people. So all you have to really do is get on their online tournament and you get those characters for free. So got that going. Um, Funko Pops want they want to make Nintendo toys. Uh, my excitement level about that is about negative one hundred. So, uh, anybody else want to yeah. speak to that? I, I personally <laughs> don't care for Funko Pops. Uh, I've ran it. I ran it about them on uh, the NVC group. But this is my problem with Funko Pops. They basically take all of the personality and greatness out of the characters that they represent. Um, I'm a toy collector. I like toys, but I like toys that have detail to them and actually look like the characters. I don't need them to all be the same shape with those black dead eyes. I'm just not into it. 
you know, that's that's my thoughts on Funko. I just but, don't I think care. it's kind of similar to what, <laughs> what, what what you just said, but they're like Lego toys. Which Lego toys are better, I think? But it's still, still still the same sort of thing. They all look the same, you know. I think that they just don't, you know, not only do they take away, they don't add anything by making it this new style. Like it seems just arbitrary to yeah. to make it a whole different style, and it's just like as a a creator, I feel like this company is benefiting on other people's hard work and the characters that they've created and the stories they've laid out for these characters. And yeah. They're just swooping in to, you know, get the licensing deal and make some money. Yeah. So I, I, I that, that, that's my feeling on that. I, I don't, I don't uh, disagree with people who enjoy Funko pops. If you so enjoy I, it, that's cool. Yeah. Same here. Just um, not for me. I said it in our Slack chat. Yes. I referred to the Slack, but, uh, <laughs> I think they belong in like a claw machine or something like that. Like right. they're very, they make sense as like a gotcha type item to me. And I can understand people liking them for that. I mean, I used to like collect random things out of claw machines. Like I remember at Walmart years ago, years ago, like probably like 15 years ago, um, there was this claw machine where you could like play, you paid for time instead of like just one chance. So you paid for time, and it was full of presidential bean, like beanie babies, pretty much. And it was like all forty presidents, or however many there were at the time, as like these beanie baby characters. So like we got obsessed with trying to collect all the presidents because they were so stupid looking. But like that's kind of <laughs> what I think of when I look at Funko Pops. Like they're these like they're all very similar looking, and it just applies a couple of features that will identify it as whatever the you know, the representation is, but I could see like getting excited about wanting to collect them, but it makes more sense to get the, the randomosity of them would, would make them more exciting than just like actually going out of your way to go somewhere and pick out a Funko of your favorite character mm. to me, to me. That's yeah. Like I personally was never like really into Funko pops. Um, but they have Poco on ones coming out and now I really mm. want one. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, <laughs> how do you, <laughs> That'll be like the only reason. Like I only have one, and it's a Deadpool one. Mm-hmm. But and a friend bought it for me, so I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Because I love Deadpool. But like, sure. as soon as I saw the Bulbasaur, I was like, "I need it." Mm. Yeah, I was gonna I say, th- "How does I it? it. <laughs> how does it feel like as a Pokemon fan seeing the Pokemon Funkos?" Just have to. Have I to do was it. like <laughs> ha- so happy inside. I'll be honest. I don't like the way the Pikachu one looks because it's mm. just really creepy to me. Yeah. But Bulbasaur just did it for me. I was like, you know, this is pretty badass. I need this in my life right now. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I think I yeah. I can really understand. Like, you know, you like this property, be it Pokemon or Deadpool or whatever. So you get the one because you like that character, right? There are people who just buy like every Funko Pop, mm-hmm. and like well, they just want to buy. There's so they're, many. Like, they're like Funko Pop. They don't necessarily like every one of those yeah. characters. That I I don't understand. Yeah, you know, more power to you, but I just don't understand. Over over Christmas, I saw a Blu-ray version of Christmas Vacation with a Clark Griswold Funko Pop in it. I mean, aren't they just replacing? They make them of everyone. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. True. What's what'd you say? I'm sorry. They're pretty That's much bobbleheads. Bobbleheads. Yeah. Kind of. Except those have more detail to them. <laughs> you know, at least like the faces look a little more. I don't know. I mean, I'm a huge fan of uh, like the thing is my favorite superhero. I'm wearing a shirt of it right now, and I like Thing toys. And they made a Thing Funko Pop, but it just didn't do anything for me because it it just took away the design of the thing to me. Like 
took away his rocky exterior. Now he looks like a now he looks like a balloon. It's weird. Doesn't seem right to me. Like I don't think he should look like that. But that's how they made him. You know, it's just it doesn't really. I was like, well, maybe I should. I was like, I was like, I should look at it at least because I like this character. But I'm like, but you've robbed a, you kind of robbed him of all the things that I like of him. He doesn't look like he should be. You know, he looks too round, and he's not round. He's jagged. I don't know. That's my thought on Funko. But yeah, that's uh, they're invading Nintendo. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. You know, they've got. I feel like they've covered everything else. If they have like a Christmas Vacation Funko, then. They got Funkos of everything, you know? That was just, like, that was one I would have never expected. I went to the store. They had a Funko of me for some reason. I didn't approve of this. <laughs> yeah, they might, you know? I don't know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. One day, you just walk in the store, and then there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? I didn't, I didn't say that. Do you want to talk Do you want to talk on this Xbox on Switch stuff, John? Yeah, I think we should mention it. It's pretty big news that's been going around. I don't fully understand it. Nor but um, yeah, more news broke about the Xbox uh, on Switch rumors, um, which is that there there's going to be apparently again rumor Xbox app and Game Pass for mm-hmm. Switch. Do you guys fully understand? I I, I know sort of well, surface level what Game Pass is and all that, but yeah, game, you guys know more about that. It's not stre- so it's not a streaming service, which is what I thought at first. No, I looked it up. So it is you're actually downloading these games and you're able to play them. But yeah. I think you have to have an internet connection in order to access them when you do play them. So that's kind of a bummer for the mobile. Is it is it like is it like PlayStation Plus and Nintendo Switch Online where you need to need to be able to check in you need to check in like maybe once a week or once a month just to prove that you that you still have a subscription? Like that's kinda of how some of those work. But my understanding, Game Pass is like you pay, like you get free games, right? It's kind of like PlayStation Plus where you play like a certain amount yeah. of money for the year and then you'll get like new releases for free. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. From what I, so, so I was listening to uh, Acts of the Blood God earlier, which we talked about that show a lot. It's one of my favorites. But what they were, the way they were explaining the whole like Xbox on Switch thing is that they're saying that Xbox kind of wants to be like Windows used to be. Where it just can be on everything, you know, where it's more about them being available on different systems more than trying to sell like the Xbox One. So, yeah, Win- Windows was on Dreamcast. Yeah, it's kind of okay. it's kind of like that. They want it to be they want it to be something that's just on everything, you know, so it may, would make sense for them to do some involvement with the Switch, too. I don't know. I guess I guess they kind of started that when they started doing the thing where you bought like an Xbox game and you get it on PC as well. You know, like it's kind of like they want to be a presence in all different systems. I guess is what they're yeah. going. They for. want to be the new Sega. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not so really. This, I, I mean, I think I think the I think the only game of theirs that I'd really like to play is Cuphead, mm-hmm. but they don't really have. I mean, they they've never really had that many exclusives that I'm interested in. So it's like. Uh, rare replay and Cuphead. Yeah, rare replay. That would be I the only one. I want to play Sea of Thieves. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's really interested me. Uh-huh. I know. I know a couple of people who've gotten really into that, and, and they all. I don't know what they call it. They go on a ship together or whatever. Yeah, that's the rare. All the same pirate team. That's a rare game, right? Like that's the rare's newest game. So it's the it's online co-op one. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's a rare game. Yeah. They they made that. You know, because yeah. they they still own them. So yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, this no, is I, according to comicbook.com. Yeah. 
which um, got sounds their legit. news from a, sounds legit, <laughs> <laughs> but they got their news from from uh, a French outlet called Ju Video, J E U X Video, mm-hmm. and what they're saying is that uh, you know not only is Xbox Game Pass coming to Switch, but some of the biggest franchises are coming, including uh, Cuphead, Halo, and Gears of War. Oh, hey. So, mm. uh, Halo would be pretty yeah, huge. Yeah, that'd be pretty huge. And Gears of War, I guess, would be too, but I wouldn't care as much about that. I would care about Cuphead. That, that's, well, you know, I care like about guys. If the original yeah. Halo came to Switch, I would download it. I, it's, I like that game. As a one-player experience, it's kind of fun. This is according to Zhu Video, not only is Xbox Game Pass coming to the system, but Microsoft will release some of its first-party games directly onto the hybrid console. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Yeah, so I'm wondering how that would work because how, how could the Switch run an Xbox One game? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Without streaming it or something like right. that, which sounds terrible. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to do the streaming thing. I mean, I tried it for Resident Evil Seven, and I couldn't get past the first the opening cutscenes. So, bring some 360 games to the Switch. That I'm into. Mm-hmm. Things that we know it can already run. Why the hell not? Yeah, if they if they ported Halo One to it, I'd give it a try. You know, I played a little bit of it, but I'd be willing to try out the single player on there if it was if it wasn't like if it was like twenty bucks or less. You know, hopefully. I mean, after less, after but, Mike, yeah. or after Minecraft came to the Switch or came to Nintendo consoles, nothing surprises me anymore because mm-hmm. that was like the ultimate like holy shit. Yeah, Microsoft still cares about just getting their IP on mm. as many consoles as it can. So they bought it out and then cross-platformed the fuck out of it. You mm-hmm. know? So why the hell shouldn't they do that with every other successful game they have? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip over some of those. We have like some small sure. news stuff in there, but I don't think we need to get into it. I wanna yeah, jump, we got I, some big news here. I want to jump into I want to jump into Pokemon Direct. Let's do that first, and then we'll talk about Reggie after that. So, yeah, there was um, – today's Pokemon Day, officially. 23rd um, anniversary, right, or 23rd uh, birthday? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. And we, we have a Pokemon expert here, uh, Natasha, to help us out with these, with these details, because I, I didn't know about that either. But, um, yeah, there was a seven-minute direct release today. And I remember I was, like, commenting on stuff on NVC, being like, oh, seven minutes, they won't be able to show anything, blah, 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 blah. They, uh, they showed the new game, the new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield has been announced, and it looks beautiful. It looks very nice. Uh, I like I like the way it looks a lot. Um, there is sure... a lot of uh, small print saying not gameplay footage. Well, that I was I do want to make a note of that. That was the unveiling of the three new starters said not gameplay footage. But the stuff before that said 
not final gameplay footage. Oh, okay. So that doesn't mean that it's not what it's going to look like. You know, that just means it's not Final Fantasy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but but the uh, better. It's basically right. kind of like well, you remember when we got the videos to introduce to introduce the new characters for Smash Brothers? That's yeah. kind of like what they're doing with that because like those videos aren't in the game, but they're videos using the same style of the game, like using the, using the same uh, engine or whatever. But yeah, um, it's uh, I think it looks cool. Uh, first off, I, I noticed that you, that you that you the Pokemon won't be appearing on the map anymore. I'm sure you caught that. They're not they're not doing the Let's Go thing. You'll actually find them in the grass now. And there are yeah. a couple. Are you for that or against that? I am for that. I did like the whole idea of it in Let's Go because it was just so different and unique. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of nice. Like, so I didn't have to use repels when I was going through the cave. I could just walk sure. around them, yeah. which is really nice. Mm-hmm. But I really like the old school nostalgic factor of just finding them in the grass. And you have sure. no idea what you're about to get. Yeah. Because it's, like, so random. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like the fact that they're going back to that mechanic. Yeah. And I feel like they, they made sure that you know that. Like, they made sure and put that in the video, like, fairly quick. Like, to show, like, that it's going back to the... That type of thing, because I know there's some speculation from some people thinking that maybe now the Pokemon would be like wandering around in the world. But it makes sense, like the way the older ones were where or the, you know, the regular series of Pokemon where there's like the percentage of finding different ones and stuff like that. And I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with it, you know, but uh, Pokemon Let's Go ended up being too much go and not enough Pokemon for me, I think, in the end. That game had too much, like too much of like you have to catch a bunch of one thing to get another thing, and I kind of miss the old, the the traditional Pokemon, and I'm happy that they're doing that. But uh, overall, what was your impression of the direct, Natasha? What did you think? So when I watched it after I woke up this morning, I fell off my couch in excitement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I literally fell off the couch. I was just like, "Holy crap! It's so cool!" It looks like it's based in England from the when the looks oh, of it, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ben's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the starters, like Score Bunny all the way, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't so we haven't talked about the yeah we haven't talked about the starters yet. Um, so oh you're, yeah, so we you're can a, go back to that if you wanted to. No, no, we can talk about it right now. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> you're a, so Score Bunny seems like an animal you would not want to run around California, right? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. He kind of he, he, he kind of reminded me of Sonic a little bit just because he was, you know, he shows up like running around like fairly fast, you know, like he's like he's like on fire and fast, mm. you know, like that I first thing when I saw him cuz you see him like he's like running up like a wheel or something like on the wall and yeah. But uh yeah, so our so our new starters are Score Bunny, uh Grookey and uh What's the other one? Slobble is the Sobble. Sobble? Yes, Sobble. Yeah. Sobble's weird. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm not really into Sobble. I actually I, I said it earlier. I'm personally a Greco guy. I think uh, or a grass monkey or Grookey, I guess. I like his name. That grass monkey, grass that monkey monkey. monkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, once I told Jess about that, she was singing grass monkey and all that. But yeah, no, that's pretty much uh Grookey. But yeah, no, I like his name. I think he's interesting. But yeah, he's pretty much a He's a grass monkey. He's green. He looks like a monkey. He's got a leaf on his head. Freaking fire that was about to start raging. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, the, the rabbit just that score buddy just set, and then Sobble, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't want the glory. He just wants to do his due diligence, and he, he sets, he puts the fire out, and he stays invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like Sobble is just the calm in the storm. 
that just calms everyone down. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> you know, it's I um, like Sobble, okay? Are you for Sobble? He just I'm he's just like Sobble. a he's like a he's just a bubble. He's like this I don't know. <laughs> just yeah, like, like, he he represents me before I ever want to play any Pokemon games. I'm just like, eh, I'm scared to play this game. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen once I start playing it. I think you'll love it. What, what, what did you what did you think of this, Jeremy, of the direct of the new Pokemon? Uh, I mean, as I've stated repeatedly on the show, I've never really gotten super into Pokemon. Like, I like Pokemon. Like, I loved the cartoon. Back in the day, I loved Pokemon Snap. I loved Pokemon uh, Puzzle League. I even liked played the Pokemon trading card game a little bit and the one on Game Boy Color. So, you know, to a certain extent, I am a Pokemon fan, but mainline Pokemon games, I've never been able to finish one. Mm. So I bought several of them. I ha- I own several of them, but um, this I- I'm going to buy it for the switch i'm going i'm going to yeah. have to. But, yeah. Uh, oh no, I think I'm. I'm I think yeah. I think it looks beautiful. It looks. Like it, it couldn't have been done on 3ds. So that's no, it's it's a, a sign. It doesn't yeah. look like you know. Oh shit! Let's hurry up and switch over to the switch because that's what the people want. Mm-hmm. Like this definitely looks like it's utilizing the resources the switch has to offer. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a pretty game, and um, the world looks huge and beautiful. And I look forward to giving it a try. But otherwise, I mean, to me, it still just kind of looks like another Pokemon game, just like better looking. I mean, I think it looks great. I mean, it's definitely the best-looking Pokemon game there is out there so far. And I was really blown away by it when I saw it. I was like, "Oh yeah, no, this looks great." And 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 then and then it starts to it starts to look a little bit like the older ones, but there's still some parts that look bigger and there's large areas. But I think the characters in themselves look like they did, unlike Sun and Moon, but cleaned up, you know, that type yeah. of thing. And we see uh, you see a couple old uh, Pikachu's in there. I see uh. You saw the owl character. What's his name? He's from Silver, right? The they they, they showed Hoot Hoot. Is that it? There was there was one in the trailer. The one with yeah. the bow tie, right? No, oh, no not Rowlet? Ra- not Rowlet. Rowlet wasn't in okay. there. It was an older yeah. one than that. I think oh, I think Hoot Hoot's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So they showed a couple older ones. I mean, they're probably not going to show much of the new gen- generation. I was kind of I mentioned it before on the show, but I kind of wish that they would go like a black and white route where it's like all all new Pokemon and you don't see any of the old ones until post game. Like I really, I like that game a lot. There was only a few, there's only a few Pokemon that I played all the way through. I played through black and white. I really, really liked, well, I had black, but I I played through all black. I played through all X and Y and I played through all of uh, blue. So, but I really, really liked black. It was like one I had kind of fallen off for a while and that was the one that brought me back. But I liked that all the Pokemon were new in that one. So it was like, Oh, Hey, you know, it was like, I didn't, you know, and I was ready for that. You know, I didn't need to, you know, I didn't need to see the old ones. And then I feel like after that, I've always kind of had the same group of Pokemon from the original generation, you know, and it's kind of, I feel like we sort of need to move past that, especially right after Let's Go. That was all generation one. Yeah, like, I completely agree with you. I think it was better when they started with all the brand new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So you can just learn and get to know who they were. Yeah. And then when, in post game. Like, I think it was in Pokemon Sapphire and Ruby was, like, there was a specific Pokemon that would come out every single day. Mm-hmm. And it was always different when you, oh, that okay. you could find in, wild, in the wild in a specific, re- like, route kind okay. of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, that sounds about right. I remember that. But I think, yeah, all we've seen, all we've seen of the new ones is the, uh, 
It's the starters so far, but actually, and the legendary Pokemon that came out oh. in Pokemon Go. Oh, is Melton? Is that is that a new one? That's Generation Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not know that. Nice. So that should be in there for sure. Yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be in there. I don't know how it's gonna be like played into the game, but it's like really interesting to see where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have they? I mean, I'm sure they've given it like a type and all that, right? Or like different move set for Melton. Like, yeah. do you get that on Go? That can I? I actually haven't played with Melton and Go. I mean, in um, Let's Go. Mm. I want to see what that's like because apparently you can play as like Melton and like Melmetal, like it's evolution. Okay, yeah, you can bring it in yeah. there. Yeah, because it would probably be like a what steel type? That's that's a type, right? It's just yeah, it's steel and something else. I can't remember right now. Okay, but yeah. Mm. What did, what did you think of the direct, John? Did you watch it? I know you're not a you're not an RPG fan, which yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I'm, you aren't, but yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely the least. Well, I, I think probably the least, the least Pokemon uh, experienced of us all, uh, and I don't have much interest in it. But this one, I will say, like it, it looks beautiful enough, and it reminds me just enough visually of of Zelda that there's some part of my brain back here going like, "Hey, you should take a look, take a look." Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I will continue to pay attention. I'm not saying I won't. I won't buy it, um, and I think that's a start. Maybe you know, I'm not saying I won't buy it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas, let's go. I was like, that's not for me. For I'm sure, I'm intrigued by it. I think it. Yeah, I think it looks. Uh, oops, uh, it look. It looks really pretty. And um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't show. They didn't show a whole lot of it. But I liked. I liked what they saw. Aside from aside from the starters and stuff, like what was your favorite? What was your favorite thing that you saw in there, Natasha, from the direct? Oh, that underground tunnel-looking thing with the gems on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that looks cool. That was really intriguing. I have no idea what that is yet. Mm-hmm. That was like absolutely stunning, I think. And then um, I really appreciate, like, overall, the graphics look amazing. Like, even though it's just, like, a conceptual trailer, it looked absolutely beautiful compared to, like, it didn't... So, like, Let's Go had this really nice, vibrant brightness to it, but mm-hmm. now they have some darker tones within the game, which is kind of, like, mm-hmm. cool and different and unique. I picked up it- on that. Yeah. yeah. It, it definitely has a European look to it also, like like you were saying. I don't know. It gets kind of like a like the structure of the houses that it shows and, like, the yeah. – like, she has a, one of the – the one of the main that has like that weird like floppy hat. I don't know. That's like yeah. French or Swedish or something like that. It's uh... so I've been sort of following this on Reddit a little bit today. Of course, Reddit being like full of shit posts about this uh, this game, but a lot of people are like, "Is this is this designed on Westeros from Game of Thrones?" And they like will put up a map of um, really the, ma- <laughs> the, the world and this. It's like where there's like a wall and there's like the mountains are here in the same spot and like. I don't see it. I don't think so. <laughs> it's a yeah, bit of a stretch. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually, my first thought was, was this like supposed to be like a Japanese island? But mm. having, now that you guys are pointing out like the European architecture and the fashion and stuff, especially, it definitely seems more like, yeah, it's supposed to take place in Western Europe. Well, yeah, all- like. I was reading an article and they're saying they're continuing on the path of the Kalos region because that was uh, that was like based off of France. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think they're going down the European route now, mm-hmm. apparently. 
Okay. So maybe Spain's next after this one. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah, both types. Because I think each, uh, because each one is, uh, (laughs) each one is based on a different area, right? Like uh, Sun and Moon was was supposed to be like Hawaii. Yeah. uh, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know all the different places, but uh, yeah, they were all supposed to be based on like real life areas, right? Right, and they actually went like scouting to these areas just so they can put it into their games, mm. which is also pretty dope, I think. Yeah. Which they couldn't have done for Westeros internet people. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't go there. <laughs> exactly. There were there was some interesting stuff in there. What do you think about that really big uh there's like the design of that big Pokemon that's on that hill. Do you remember that part in the trailer? Like it looks like an it's like a it like almost kind of reminds me of crop circles. I don't know if that's supposed to be uh let me here. I, I can pull it up here and show it to you. Also, That'd be awesome because I can't remember. Also, there's a part. Oh no, it's right there. Uh, there's a part where one of the characters walks on is walking onto a um, soccer field as well. And I don't know what that's about. Does, yeah, does, there's does, just, like so much things that were not explained yet. So I'm hoping there's another direct in a couple of weeks. They did say. Um, he did, I forget who the presenter was, but he did say that there was more Pokemon news to come in 2019. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, right. I mean, they'll they'll do a big they one. Don't have I think. an E3 presence for sure. I mean, this sounds oh. like they're saying late 2019, so this is their. This has got to be the, the one of the big holiday things. I but say it, it sounds like yeah. No, it, I, let's go is November. So yeah, I'd say uh, probably it'll probably be November as well. Yeah. It sounded to me like he was alluding to something else besides this game, though. Same will. I I didn't know if he was talking about like new merch. Or mm-hmm. something like that, or something with TCG, or something brand new, like maybe like, what if we do get another Pokemon Snap or Hey You Pikachu or something like that? Ooh, I did not remember that. Yeah, there's no, like that's a, like the Nassau lines, or what they call right there. No, that's what I'm saying. It reminds yeah. me of like crop circles, right? It's like there's this big hill. There's a part where the character walks up to this hill in the background, and there's like a like the design of a Pokemon or something going on in the back there. And it's I like a TP with a sun behind it, but it's like it's like a person. No, I think it's like a Pokemon standing next to a oh, sun, it? and it looks. Yeah, it, it looks like. Yeah, it's you see it for like zone. you see it for like half a second, but I'm really interested into that. Mm-hmm. Like first thing I thought of was like crop circles or like aliens. I don't know, <laughs> but I was uh, <laughs> I was intrigued by it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, that looks cool. Did any of you guys catch this um, Powerpuff Girls comparison? Yeah, going around. No. Yeah, this was shared by uh, Cecil Davison on the NVC group uh, that the the three starter Pokemon happen to look heavenly and insp- heavily inspired by the Powerpuff Girls. And oh here's no! That picture right there. Really? Okay. No, I oh didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, you can take a look. Yes. That's okay. a, uncanny. Interesting. I love it. So bubbles. Like, the so, expressions themselves. Yeah. So bubbles is Sobble, right, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Sobble. Yeah. Yeah. There's um. There's one that I found where they took Score Bunny and made a big chungus. Oh, I mm. saw that you posted that. I'm like, oh, oh, you did? Wait, can you guys see that? That's a big no for me. Yeah. <laughs> Same though. That's what I said. What well, I saw that I saw in the comments that somebody like had it turning into uh, Knuckles, like the Ugandan Knuckles. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. But colored different. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I was dying when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. And there's like the tricks bunny thing is a thing too. Yeah, yeah. Chungus is the most obvious, but I can't believe. Uh, I didn't want to see that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I've seen it multiple times today, so it's not the first time. 
I mean, it's got to turn into, I mean, that's where they were, they didn't show any of the evolution of the new starters, but yeah, it's, I'm sure it's going to turn into some sort of tricks looking bunny. There right? was a Eventually. leak. There was a supposed possible leak of the final, uh, of course, the final there. evolution of score bunny. Of course there was, there was also a million leaks of names that weren't real because <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. nobody thought of sword and shield. Like nobody leaked that. I don't know. I feel yeah. like this yeah, What do you guys think about that? What is that? Re- referencing sword yeah, right? and shields. It's going to be like some kind of attack and defense based mechanism or what? Yeah, it's Maybe. a weird it's a weird choice. Yeah. I don't know. Like uh yeah, cuz what the last one was sun and moon, sword and shield. It's like I don't it's know. It's just opposites. Is it uh yeah, Pokémon Fire Emblem? That's what we're getting. I don't know. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. I'm sorry, like um That's fine. Yeah, yeah, like I don't under really understand because Sword and Shield doesn't make any sense to me compared to like red and blue was a good thing. Then they mm-hmm. had the gemstone thing going for a while. Then they went back to the colors, and now it just feels like they're putting on random names because they don't know what to do exactly next yeah. with the name titles. But it could be a reference to a Pokemon that came out actually in Pokemon X and Y. Are you talking about a uh, Honage? Was was that his name? Yeah. I yeah, lo- I like love that, that one. Yeah. Sword thing. yeah, yeah, that was my favorite <laughs> one from that generation. I love that guy. Yeah, it basically looked like you were fighting as the Master Sword from from Zelda. So I like, I totally dug it. I was like, yeah, no, he's great. That's I love that Pokemon. Yeah, it's like we're you're you're a living sword. It's it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was my yeah that was one of my favorite. It was that one in the uh, and what was the uh, the Luchador one? Like there was also the um, how how Luca. Yeah, that was my other favorite. Those those yeah, two from X and Y. I loved X and Y. I played I played through all of that one too, but that was I felt like that was the first. Yeah, that was the first 3D one on 3DS. So I was really, yeah. really excited about it. And uh, yeah, they had some really cool, cool ones on there. They really come a long way, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean this is definitely the best looking one. It looks really nice, like very big. I don't know if you can see the screen. I can. That's the Score Bunny evolution, possibly. Oh. Someone posted on Reddit, so it's like a flying like mech almost kind of mm. thing. I don't know if it's real or not, but it looks cool. Yeah, flamethrowers and stuff. I don't know, like from what Jack. a well, thinking of like Sun and Moon and like what like Rowlet or like Litten turn into later, I would have just never guessed like Litten to Incineroar or like that Robin Hood looking arrow thing that a uh, Rowlet turns into. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, with like the hood and all that like yeah i would have never expected that from that character because they look because it looks so much different but yeah i'm really i'm really excited to see what the evolutions will be of these characters and uh yeah i don't know do, do you do you like the starters i mean do you think they're um how do how would you compare them to like previous starters like compared to like what we got in like sun and moon mm. or like x and y like what would you or, or do you have a do you have a top five or of which ones what who your who your favorite starters, starters? yeah okay. all-time favorite one's torchic and that's also my favorite pokemon ever. okay <laughs> so torchic cinequil charmander pipla fennekin okay and those Te- are uh to pig to pig that's like one of five but yeah oh, sure <laughs> like, so the- i love them a lot i do love litten and i do love rowlet but like, I feel like I will say I think the newer starters seem like they're a little bit running out of ideas. Yeah, right. For us, what to do for them? Because honestly, Grookey looked to me like a mix between a parrot and a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the 3D model. I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's really cute, but mm-hmm. I was like, why does it look like a parrot monkey? Um, and then Sobble, I, I had no idea what animal it was based off of. I don't know what Sobble is at all. Like, it's like a sl- The best Pokemon design ever. It's like a slug or I'm something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm now going to... I'm Team Sobble now. It's like a poisonous <laughs> bubble. I don't know. It's it kind of reminds me of one of the Chow from uh, Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, yeah? One of those yeah, Chows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can see, see that. that yeah. Like, I thought it was based off of the same animal that Mudkip was based off of. Hmm. Whatever those things are called. Who's also like an Animal Crossing is like the... Hilarious. I know what you're comedy. talking about. They're um, yeah. they're like they're a type of amphibian. They live underwater. They've got like the weird like red spikes coming off of them. Mm. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what they're called right now. Neither can I. They're like a type they look like a salamander kind of, but I don't think they are salamander. Hmm. God damn it, what are those things called? I d I don't know. I am sure if weird I, white yeah. water lizards. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. Water, that sounds about right. <laughs> if anybody knows, uh, you can email us later. Uh, axolotl. Yeah. Axolotl. Yeah. Like the pink things with the spike, yep. red spikes. Hmm. That's what they look like. You're right. I can see that. Axolotl. It kind of reminds me, what is that? Uh, Duosian? Is that what it is? Like the psychic type that's in a bubble? Do you remember that guy? Um, It's like a bubble, but it has a guy inside of it. I think it's Duosian. Isn't that what it's called? Or maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Is that in Sun and Moon? I think so. I'm always, okay. The psychic type has been my favorite type for a while. Well, probably because they were super overpowered in Generation 1. But but uh, <laughs> what is it? Um, the uh, Abra, Abracadabra Alakazam are like my favorite, they're my favorite Pokemon. But uh, I think it's uh, Duosian. I don't know. How, I don't know how to spell it. But it's like. Uh, yeah, like. But it's like. Sobble refers to like sobbing. Like it's like a it's supposed to be like made out of tears or something. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> there it is. It's like a this guy. It's yeah, like a guy that, that lives, thing. The guy that lives in a bubble. It's a, a kind of re- the sobble kind of reminds me of that, I guess. Okay. And later he grows arms, like in the evolution. But I was right. It's two ocean. So I don't know if it's kind of like that. But yeah, I'm really interested to see. Of course, we always want to know like what their final evolution is, and maybe they'll get cooler maybe sobble will get cooler did that seal thing ever get cool in uh pokemon sun and moon i don't know i never i don't think i ever got one yeah the one that looked like a circus seal or something the the water one in that i know a lot of people didn't like it when it came around i would say it did not look cooler but my brother chose that as a starter so Mm. he thinks it looks cool i still don't think it looks cool yeah especially when it evolves yeah (laughs) i do feel so sad for poplio because it just like there's so many memes of Popilo being thrown into the trash. I'm like, no. Oh, no. oh wow. That's that's rough. Yeah. Yikes. Man, people are mean. Those Pokemon I saw a out meme there. yesterday of uh, uh, Pokemon fans after the Direct, and it was them throwing uh, both of their Let's Go copies away. Oh, <laughs> oh I saw yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still going to be like it's still gonna be like a nine months or whatever. You need something to play. Yeah, well, don't throw it like, away. Honestly, Let's Go is probably my third favorite Pokemon game. Wow, really? Yeah, mm. which is shocking because the first one's Sapphire and the second one's Soul Silver. So mm. wow. I don't, I don't know what I was like. I wonder what my favorite Pokemon game is. So it's your favorite mm. remake of the originals. Favorite remake of the originals? Oh, yeah, because they Let's did um, <laughs> Heart Red, or they did yeah the Heart- Fire yeah. Red, Fire Red, Soul Heart- Silver, or no. 
heart like gold. Fire red, leaf green, heart gold, soul silver, yeah. alpha sapphire, mega ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, if you had it, if I had to choose my favorite remake, it definitely is still soul silver because that's just so well done, and mm-hmm. I love the graphics. They just redid the story so well. Yeah, a lot and of brought back silver in a cool new light. Yeah, a lot of people swear swear by gold and silver. Like say that that was the one that like made Pokemon the thing. And I didn't, and especially since at the end of Gold and Silver, you could get to go back to red and blue. Like you get to go back to the uh, Kanto region, right? That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder if the Switch is capable enough to have a game now finally where it brings back all the regions together. Yeah, no, that, that would be like my dream. It'd be huge. It'd be so big. Well, it, I've heard people talk about like a Pokemon MMO, like that does that maybe where you can go from one to another. And but that would have to. I mean, I think the Pokemon would work really well as an MMO if they could get it working. You know, like kind of like Pokemon Go style, where you could have, where you could be like the gym master or whatever stop, but in a virtual world. You know, I could see somebody doing that. But and I think and and, and we I did forgot to mention like what John was saying earlier. I do think that the guy that was on there was it the producer of the game or the director when he Do said that there was gonna, yeah didn't he when he said there was going to be more Pokemon stuff to come I think he also meant that maybe it'll be a different Pokemon game in, uh, in addition to this that's kind of right. what I However thought he put it it was just yeah. like I'm not talking about this game maybe another yeah. mobile game or maybe or maybe something else coming to the 3ds or may, somebody mentioned this on NBC but maybe another pinball game. I'd be into that. I Ooh, love, I love those pinball cool. games. That would be pretty cool, actually. I yeah. actually really liked those. Yeah, somebody said that like this, like, oh, the direct's going to be a new, it's just going to be a new pinball game. And I'm like, uh, I would love that. I would totally. The Switch has been a great like, buy spot it. for pinball games. <laughs> like, well, really all we got is Yoku's Island and then uh, uh, pinball effects or whatever. Yeah, but, Yoku's mm, Island is more, great. Than, is more than a pinball game, though. That's, that's, I know, that's but a still, I'm just saying, as far as <laughs> yeah. like, a thematic pinball type game. The Switch has proven that it can handle that well. Yeah. No, I, I played the crap out of both of those uh, Pokemon pinball games, and I really, really liked them a lot, and I would love to see another one. Like, uh, they, it, like even the, the one, the original one with the rumble in it and all that, I played the crap out of the game. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So maybe that's what he meant. Maybe it was another, like, Snap-type spinoff thing. I don't know. But I felt like I felt like he was talking about that there'll be some surprises, some more Pokemon-related stuff. Or maybe another mobile game. I don't know. But... Yeah, or another mystery dungeon. That would be so good. Those oh, yeah. games are really good. Oh, yeah. That probably will happen, too. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about those. They've yeah. got an entire ecosystem of their own to do yeah. all kinds of great stuff with. So it could be anything at this point. They should do another Trousy, Pokemon Trousy. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Remember that game? <laughs> the- oh, my God. Is it actually Trousy and not Trose? I always pronounce it Trousy, but oh, that's probably not the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you 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 know more. You know better than I would. I, was I, I never really played it. Shaped like pants when you said that. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon like, trousers. <laughs> I had to do a double take because I thought you said drowsy. It's like what? <laughs> no, Trousy or Trouse. I mean, I like I said, I didn't play it, but I just thought it had a funny name. It's like bejeweled with poke, but it's just Pokemon heads. It's a that's a basic yeah. way. Oh, Trousy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played a what was it? Pokemon Shuffle. I played a de- decent amount of. They should just make another Puzzle League game. That that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, Pokemon Duel is really good. That's for mobile devices. Mm. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, I haven't played that one yet. Is there a What do you think? What do you think is happening with the main character going to the soccer field? Do you think uh do you think you'll get to play some football on here? I'm actually the... hoping that I can, <laughs> but it's like something that's Pokemon oriented. Yeah. So like you know how you can ride Rhyhorn? 
and yeah. like go go and stuff. Mm. Maybe like it's like you ride in Pokemon's back, so you get to play sports. Okay. It's like oh. they could bring back that sport thing that they did. Which game was that? Oh no, was it Pokemon X and Y where you can do the sports leagues and stuff with your Pokemon? Mm. I don't know. I played I through. I played through all of X and Y. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Like I, I beat that one all the way, but I don't remember a sports thing. It would be cool to like, yeah, have like a mini game where you could play uh, soccer and have your different recruits be your different Pokemon or whatever. That'd be cool. Yeah, and I, I heard they're I bringing back game. partner Pokemon. Did anyone catch that in the trailer? I didn't catch that. Did it show? Is uh, which, which is uh, what's partner Pokemon? Is that the one with the two? Where you can fight two at once? What I think what they were talking about was like something similar to X and Y and like Gold and Silver or like not maybe not Gold and Silver, but um like Pokemon Yellow when they follow you. That's oh, what I thought it meant. Oh yeah, no, they should definitely do that. That was really cool that you could that was yeah. one of the things I really liked about Let's Go was that they could you could have one outside of the ball following you around. There's nothing in the footage yet, but you never know. They they might they might yeah. add it later. And they they were... dropped quite a bit in that seven minutes. I think they definitely gave us a lot to think about, mm-hmm. a lot to speculate. Seriously? Just kind of like fueled the rumor mill mm-hmm. even more. It's like the shortest Pokemon Direct I've actually ever watched. I remember like the Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby Direct, and that was so much longer. Mm-hmm. It was like three minutes. So I'm amazed that they dropped that much in this that short period of time. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, it does show two Pokemon fighting on that field that he's walking onto. So I think it's like a big stadium type thing, you know, like Pokemon Stadium and all that. Like it looks like a big, like a big competition area, like where people would come and watch a battle, that type of thing. I don't oh know. My... I don't, Wait, I don't know what so they would like, do from that. You know, in Pokemon Coliseum, when you hooked up your Game Boy Advance yeah. to GameCube, oh, what yeah. if it's something like that? Oh, you could carry them over. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd and be you in, just battle. Yeah, no, I'd be uh, I'd be interested about that because I felt like they tried really hard to um to try to make it to where you could carry have all of the Pokemon in one area because you know they they re-release like the original games on 3ds and then they did the Pokemon Bank thing where you could take them from that and transfer them to the new games. So how are they now that they're switching to a whole new different piece of hardware here? How are they gonna? How are you going to be able to switch your stuff over? Is the thing that's a big maybe they have some kind of physical add-on to the switch that takes original Game Boy games, GBA games, DS games. <laughs> I mean, that would be the dream, but I don't. I don't think they would do that. I was hoping they would do would have done something for Wii U like that because it was so perfect because it had the two screens. You know, yeah. I was like, I was like, why? I was like, why don't you just release an attachment where you can just play 3DS or DS games on the TV? I like, it would have been totally. I wouldn't into put- that. I, I say it a bit facetiously, but I wouldn't put it out of their wheelhouse, or however you want to say it. Mm. Like that would be a huge thing that would get the original fans excited for this game. Mm. Well, I mean, they did. Now they said they did do that with you know, like what Natasha was saying. They did do that with their very first Pokemon console games. That was a big deal. Like I remember, you could play even like Pokemon Stadium One. You could play Pokemon Blue or Red on the TV, like through the through the um the Game Boy attachment that you put in the bottom of your 64 controller, you know. And I thought that yeah. was really cool and you could transfer your guys from that to the to the game and all that and and they did a similar thing with the Wii whatever the last um I forget what it was called, but it was like a similar stadium Battle coliseum. Evolution? Yeah. 
The one where yeah. it connected with the DS, like through uh, wireless or whatever. So they could yeah. do something like that with the 3DS. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see them not doing that. You know, like it's because the 3DS has been the. I mean, handheld has been the space for Pokemon, the major space for a long time, and now it's now it's on Switch. And I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to bring that over. But I yeah, would no, love I that. Yeah, that would be so much nostalgia, and it'd be so cool just well, to play. Like, do that have the old school feeling of playing it in your hands and looking at the TV and just like. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so cool. Do you uh do you do you normally bring your old Pokemon into new Pokemon? Do you do that? Do you transfer your characters? Actually, no. You don't. I don't like my brother does the Pokemon Bank thing, but I I actually like keeping my Pokemon in their old games just so I can go back and like okay. play through it with, yeah. or whatever. Because they had like the old like the Battle Towers or like Battle Frontier, mm-hmm. so I could go play and mess with that and see what I was doing in those old games. Mm-hmm. So like. I actually instead, if I want to play through something again, or if I want to catch those Pokemon again, or whatever, I buy a brand new game and just mm. play through all of that again. Oh, start okay. fresh. But I still don't trade them into anything else. Okay. But do you, do yeah. you um do you like try to get the get all of the Pokedex for each of the games that you play, like and collect I, the entirety of them and all that? I try so hard, but I usually don't succeed in doing that. I've only done it once. Oh, okay. You did it for Let's Go, right? Let's Go. I'm still. I still have to beat the Elite Four. Okay. But um, I think I will. I think I'm about to because I kind of cheated with Pokemon Go from the transferring thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've got. I threw in Mewtwo in the Pokemon Go thing. I threw in Moltres and I caught my Moltres and I caught mm. my Mewtwo like way ahead of the game. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I kind of cheated with that. So it's kind of easy to master your Pokedex of Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say uh, Let's Go is probably the easiest because it's like the 151 has the least amount. Because I think Moon has, what, like 600 that you have to get to fully yeah. do the Pokedex? <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's just insane. Super, super overwhelming. Yeah, like, there's, like, now with this add-on, I think there's going to be, like, close to 1,000 Pokemon now. Because, like, currently we're standing at, like, 862 or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm still excited for it. Um, is Do you have any final thoughts to say about the Pokemon Direct? Not really. I'm going to scream when the next one comes out, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see more of the Galar region. Mm-hmm. And to see where else they're going to go with that. And see even more Pokemon. Mm-hmm possibly revealed do you find do you think you're as excited less excited or more excited than you were when you heard about uh pokemon let's go oh my gosh that's actually hard so like when let's go was announced i was with my friend bob and i did the exact same thing i just get i'm such like a pokemon hyped fan kind of Mm -hmm. thing that like as soon as something gets announced i go batshit crazy (laughs) so i think Probably about the same, I would say. Like, I definitely was screaming and stuff when I saw it. Okay. <laughs> I was just super excited. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, about the same. It's a I'm good kind of wondering, like, <laughs> I'm wondering, like, okay, so say this new game, the new games come out. Yeah. Like, what reason, for what reason would you go back to Let's Go? Oh, probably for nostalgia purposes and wanting to play through it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would probably be mostly the reason why. Like, I do that a lot, actually. Like, I bought, like, that's why I bought my second copy of Pokemon Sapphire, because mm-hmm. I wanted to do it all over again. So, like, I had prop, but since I have 
both of the games right now anyway, and I only do Pikachu for streaming purposes. I feel like it's going to take a long time for me to beat Pikachu, so I want to take my time and beat that. So that will help. Mm, I'm just wondering because it's not quite like another time when they... It's not quite like usually when they have two games from the same series on a system, say like Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two two different games, but you know, essentially somewhat of the same format. These two games, Let's Go and the new one, mm-hmm. are fundamentally different, as yeah. I understand it. They are. Um, you know, we yeah. and we don't we don't know what the new one is exactly yet, but. I'm just wondering why would a Pokemon fan go back to the previous one when they've got the new mainline one? Yeah, that makes sense. Like another reason why I would go back is if you transfer in Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Let's Go, you get a box every single week with with it's like a box that spawns Melton, mm. so you just keep getting them. So that'd be like another reason why I would go back because I still I need like 400 candy in order to evolve it into like its evolution Melmetal. So like I would keep going back to it for that, or friends want to go back into it. And the cool thing about the Nintendo Switch is that you can actually have multiple accounts now. Mm. So now you can have multiple Pokemon save files. So like if I wanted to do a brand new one, I'd make my guest account mm. and I'd go back and start fresh. Yeah, because yeah. it's a fun game. And I pet, like, I would pet my Eevee for, like, 30 minutes. Because I was just like, oh, my God, it's so cute. <laughs> kind of so, do you, so you probably kind of hope there's the ability to pet Pokemon in this new edition. Yeah, like, they've been bringing it in every game. So I hope they continue with it and, like, feeding it, like, Poffins and stuff. Yeah, or, like, Pokepuffs or, like, whatever. It was in Sun and Moon. You could you could pet them in that, too. Um, yeah. What, one thing, I, I just was looking through the, the, the uh, video again really quickly. I think that the sword and shield has to do with the legendaries, right? That would be probably what that is. That would make more sense, actually, because yeah. that's what it's really been following anyway. Yeah, that's so, like when you look at Emerald, it's like Rayquaza, and then I guess like Silver kind of is Lugia. Well, but you, yeah, like if you look at it, it has like this wolf-looking head on it. So maybe oh. these are maybe these are types of um, creatures what? where one will be oh, like with a sword, and one will be with a shield, or whatever. And like the blue oh and red, so that, I just I just thought of that when I was when I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, well, this must have to do with the legendaries that you get at the end of the game. So, so. like, have you seen? Have any of you guys seen Princess Mononoke of and how they have wolf spirits? What if it's something pertaining to that, like Japanese folklore? Well, that would be pretty awesome. Well, uh, what was it? Uh, I felt like Wind Waker had a lot of uh, that type of stuff in it. Like, was it rem- yeah. actually when I saw? Actually, I think. I don't remember if I saw Mononoke before or after I played Wind Waker, but one of the the tree spirits, the Kokiri, they oh, always yeah. reminded yeah. me of characters from uh, Mononoke. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't, I mean, it's been done before, and it wouldn't surprise me if they brought, like, Japanese folklore in there. I would love that. Because yeah. they already have, like, the whole Ninetales thing going on, so. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You do wonder if, like, maybe the two editions will have, like, they have different Pokemon, so maybe one's more offense and one's more defense based. That's yeah. what I. That was my theory. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, you know, like Sun and Moon, there was the there was like the Sun Lion and the Moon Bat and all that. So I mean, it's. I feel like it would have something to do with the legendaries, and why and why those wolf heads are on there. I don't know if it's supposed to be. Maybe it's supposed to be like a 
you know, like the like the designs on the shields of like old, yeah, know, like of the old knights uh, fighting yeah. type thing. Like that might be what it's referencing. I don't know. Like especially with like the European look and all that. Yeah, that's very European as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like more two into the castles or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like super medieval vibes kind of thing mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if they're going to add like a medieval kind of castle or something to the game because of those like sword and shield stuff. I would love that. I, I love I love castles and medieval stuff. It'd be great. I too. All right, I think I think we need to move on from Pokemon. Uh, we're going kind of long in the episode here, but uh, we got to talk. We got to talk about Reggie, about Reggie Fizeme, the president of Nintendo, has officially left. Or well, he's retiring. He's Give, retiring very soon. Yeah. Giving it to Bowser, a bastard. Hasta no. la vista, Reginator. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Reggie's been around since uh, how long was was he on there? I should have looked. I made a. It was what it was that e, that great. It is E3. between GameCube and Wii. Yeah, I think he came. Yeah, it was it, it was GameCube times yeah. when he showed up because the E three when he said like we're here to kick ass and take names or whatever his introduction mm-hmm. that was the one that I made the DVD of all the videos of that. Yep. So that was right. during the time of that's when they showed Blue uh, Ocean Strategy, right? That's when they showed Twilight Princess. That's when yep. they showed stuff from Metroid Prime Two was in development then. Uh, Bait and Kados, uh, X Men Legends, um, bunch of it was it was one of my favorite E3s because they had like yeah. I felt like GameCube had so much cool stuff going on with it. I think Tales, right. well, I don't know if Tales had been out yet. Tales Symphony, if that it was around that time, but but yeah, that was my first experience with Reggie. I and saw I remember that him. DVD somewhere. Did I give? Did I make you a copy of it too? I probably. Oh yeah, did. it says Jeremy DVD on it. I do believe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ha- I actually dug it up. I watched it. I don't know. It's I have it. It's behind my. It's actually behind my TV over there. So I could, if I got up and go looked at it. But it has a printed picture of Metro of Samus on the front, and and yeah, and that was my first experience with Reggie, which is coming out and being like, you know, hey, you know, I'm here to do whatever. And I know he's like pretty much what it boils down to is he's pretty much a marketing sales guy. But mm-hmm. I always loved how involved he got in stuff. Like uh, John he came put, up with the Bigfoot Pizza for Pizza Hut. Did he? <laughs> I think yeah, he that was like his biggest, like corporate sort of like his biggest like marketing kind of like success or yeah. whatever. Just he was known he's for huge. The, he wanted a bigger pizza himself. Uh, <laughs> Reggie's got. I mean, Reggie's very much like a. I don't know. He's a very distinctive looking guy. Yeah, I think, I think he he. It makes sense they used him for like PR purposes. He's got a you know booming, powerful voice. He's right. He's he's not a he's not a little weedily looking geeky guy, you know. He's yeah. like a big like I'm here to fucking push Nintendo on you, motherfucking weaklings. <laughs> kind of. Well, he didn't say that yeah. much, but yeah. <laughs> and at that particular <laughs> time, you know that that was when I think that was like the peak time when Nintendo was being criticized for being too kitty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, the purple lunchbox era. Yeah, and I think that was a very strategic move on their part to. to not only hire Reggie, but to bring him out and make him get uh, and have him, him give ass. that presentation. <laughs> Let him say "kick ass" on on the stage. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Ass, yeah, this is my here's my DVD that I made. It doesn't say, unfortunately, it doesn't say the year on it. But yeah, there's my E3 E3 footage DVD that I burned my computer back in fuck I don't know 2005 2004 something like that. That's brilliant. Oh my god. Yeah, well, I, stuff I downloaded off of IGN and put on a DVD. So I could watch it whenever. That was also uh, that was also the beginning of the DS because there's footage of um, there's there's footage of uh, Super Mario sixty four DS on there. 
I actually remember. Well. So the thing was that you were an IGN insider. I was. Yeah, I paid you the had extra access money. to videos that I couldn't see. So you actually went out of your way because yeah. we're both fans and it's long before we were ever doing a podcast, 10 yeah. years before or whatever. But yeah. like you still wanted me to have access to that like info so we could talk about it. Sure. So you actually, yeah, you. I don't I, remember if you mailed it to me or if you just gave it to me when I, probably, I saw you. Yeah, I probably gave it to you. But I used to show it to everybody. and I think I showed it at a party at John's house one, too. Uh-huh. The one, the one year, mm-hmm. too. I remember playing that. And I got into yeah. a fight with like one of your roommate's friends about it because he was a Halo guy. And I was like, but Bait and Kato's, man. Look at it. looks so cool. <laughs> I was just starving for RPGs at the time. Fucking- this big Kato's one. But yeah, no, uh, so, so John did a poll on the, uh, on our Nintendo main community page. And I wanted to yeah, see, see, see where we are at. I mean, this will be the official end of the poll. I don't know if you put, did you put a, um, end for it, John? Like a certain amount of time? I don't know if they do that on that. On, on Twitter, no, I didn't. On Twitter, you can do that where you can say, like, cause I've been doing a lot of polls for streaming stuff where I'm like, I'll put this up for like six hours and see where it goes. So, do you want to do you want to talk on it, John? I mean, you sure, created it, sure. so you can do it. Yeah, so so I'll, I'll kind of go from from the, the bottom up. So the last three got no votes whatsoever. So these are these are the best Reggie moments, mm-hmm. and maybe I missed a few, but these are the ones that I thought of. Um, Reggie versus Iwata in Smash U. No votes for that. That one was really cool, actually. Like I did, I thought that was really neat. But compared to like some of the other stuff that were on there, was on there. I guess it's. Hard to vote for that one. As much as we love Iwata, we can't let him be define our favorite Reggie moment. Mm. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Uh, the next one was the Wii Music All-Star Jamboree. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. No votes for that. <laughs> I'd rather forget so. about that. Yeah, I was going to say, who would vote for that? That was that was a, <laughs> that was was the other side of the E3 DVD that I made. That was the bad E3 that they did. Where it was, uh, yeah, what it was a Wii Music and... Um, uh, Wii Sports All Star, Wii Sports Resort. That was like their big, uh, their big things that year. Um, yeah, We Speak. I don't know. It was it was not not a good year. It was almost it was it was like the Pac Man verse year, as they call it. Like that one year where they had nothing for GameCube either. And then uh, switching to the a serious note, uh, Reggie remembers Satoru Iwata at the 2015 Game Awards. I don't know if you guys remember that, but Reggie uh, basically eulogized Satoru Iwata at the game awards and even teared up and everything. And it mm-hmm. really was a, a touching moment. Um, it was, no, uh, nobody voted for that, but nobody. That. <laughs> 2015, <laughs> right. Was that when it was 2015? Yeah. Yeah. It was, but I, I, I put that in there just cause I thought, you know, that was, you know, for as much as Reg- Reggie is like, you know, the big guy and the strong guy kicks ass and all that stuff. So he mm-hmm. also had the strength to go out there and put his emotion on display. And it, I thought it was cool that, you know, he showed that, his boss really meant that much to him. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, it was a nice moment. Unfortunately, no votes for that though. Uh, my favorite moment that I voted for was Reggie fils Do you guys remember this one? I remember that one. Yeah. It was like a video and mm-hmm. it was, and they even, they even like, uh, through, through the, um, what was it? Uh, the street pass mode on, on 3ds, mm-hmm. you could actually get a spot pass of that and me and it would show up in your me plaza and all that. I remember getting that. Oh, you got the, the Fiza Mech in there? The Fiza Mech one, yeah. They had it because there was Reggie. Because every time there was like a new game that they wanted to promote, they do a spot pass where you connect your 3DS to the internet and you would download and you would get a me. It was like, it was like you passed somebody and you saw their me, except it would be a me of like Iwata or like, 
mm-hmm. Reggie or yeah. like or like you know the main guys. And uh, one of them was Reggie Fiza Mech one time. I remember that he t- it totally it invaded the Me Plaza of the 3ds, <laughs> and I thought it was really cool that I was like, oh yeah, there he is. There's the yeah, there's, there's Reggie Fiza Mech. I don't remember the actual story as to why he turned into a robot, but yeah, he was like it was like a Terminator Two type thing, right? Like he's like a cyborg. He has the red eyes. All of his donuts. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a separate one. Oh okay. Yeah, I think it was pre. But, I think it was pre donuts, no. pre Bill Trinan donuts. No, yeah, this was in uh, 2014, and this was a video made by Mega Excuse me, Mega Sixty Four, the comedy group. Uh, yeah, which is another reason that I chose because I really liked that group. Um, but the premise of it was that they were trying to figure out a way to get into E3, and one of the guys built the Reggie Fiza mech, mm-hmm. and so he it was inside the robot trying to find his way in, into E3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that was the premise of that, and I thought that video was funny, and it just really showed that he was a team player and and could really do some ridiculous things, and even even trusted outside sources. You know, not uh, this wasn't Nintendo that that produced this video. This was these these guys, these inter- internet guys, and he mm-hmm. was just like, "I'm in." So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. The next moment. I, I don't know if you put this on the list, John. I just want to mention yep. before I forgot. Thinking of that with the Reggie Fils Mech. Do you remember the robot chicken intro that they did for E3? Oh yeah, no, where I didn't it was put that in there. where it was uh, they did the stop motion like robot chicken style, mm-hmm. and it was like Nintendo's press conference, and somebody in the front row asked about Star Fox, and Reggie kills him. Do you remember that? He like blows yep. him up in the video. <laughs> that was so weird. And then they announced like Star Fox Wii version, whatever Star Fox Zero after that, but it like later in the show. But it was I always thought that was so weird that I'm like. You just killed a fan for asking about Star Fox in this, like, <laughs> I don't know, in this, like, animated robot chicken style thing. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. That Reggie, was weird. That's cool. Yeah. You showed Reggie, that he was, <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they weren't afraid to, to get a little edgy, I guess. So Embrace the uh, meat. Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next one was uh, Reggie dancing to the Yokai Watch theme. This one was, was edited in there by Fuchsia. Mm. And Fuchsia voted for that one. You guys remember that one? That was the, was that the one where he danced with the time, or was uh was that when Bill Trennan stole the stole the um, donuts? Because that was a Yokai Watch related promo, I thought, right? Because 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 wasn't Bill because Bill Trennan was possessed by one of the Yokai, and that's why he ate all the donuts because he had like the endless stomach or whatever. Yeah, it's the donut one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I apologize. Yes. This wasn't added by Future. This was added by uh, Sean Daniel Francis. Thank you, Sean. So thank you, John. Yes, I don't know people that stuff. Yeah, and uh, and by the way, these were all you mentioned. They were all like tied for second, right? The Yokai Watch theme, Yoji Fisa Mech, and the next yes. two that we haven't talked about. Yeah, so these are all tied for second. Yeah. Um, the next one is my body is ready. Yeah, Jeremy, this is yes! Jeremy's vote. My body is Reggie. Yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was I love uh, it because I, I always want to say my body is Reggie. Yeah, I'm saying my body's ready because I say that pretty regularly. <laughs> mm. That became a thing. Like a lot of people said that afterwards, and that was in reference to Smash Brothers, right? To Smash Brothers Wii U. No, that that was for Wii Fit. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. he was getting on the board. Oh, wow. Okay, it went all the way back to Wii Fit. Damn. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been. Yeah, like I said, he's been there. Been there for a while. Uh, next up is Puppet Reggie Iwata and Miyamoto. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, that was, was crazy. 
So some people considered that a bad E3. I actually enjoyed it because I loved seeing the puppet versions of everyone, and I just I just had a grin on my face the whole time I watched that direct. So it was just it made me happy, and that was the one where they announced uh, my favorite game of all time, uh, Metroid Federation Force. Was uh, that yeah. was when that one was? Uh... I'm kidding. I do I do defend that game though. I, I enjoyed it from what I played of it, but uh, but yeah, that was on there. That was. But the did one... you ever beat it? I, I told you I couldn't because the online community disappeared, and it's and it's a multiplayer game. You need. Oh sure, blame it on the online community. Track. Well, it's I wanted to beat Triforce Heroes too, but that online community disappeared as well. So I still try to get people to. I'm like, we should, we should start a. I was trying to do that on NVC. I was like, we should start a group where we just look for people to play like old games that still have that need that need to be online multiplayer that you can't beat because you can't do it single player. But yeah, no, that was it. Was a really cool. I really liked the intro for that. I love them turning into puppets and all that. I thought that was really funny. And it and yeah, it was just, just voted for this one. This was yeah. Jess's favorite. So yeah. thank you, Jess, for yeah. the vote. Yeah, that's a. And I think and I think Janet said in the comments that it was a close second to what it ended up being the first one because the puppet one was really cool and that's probably my favorite one. I just kind of had to vote for the one that's in first, which we've already mentioned anyway, you know, like the introduction of Reggie, you know, when he came out and Kicking said, ass, take names. Yes, yeah. that is the winner. Yeah. Best Reggie Fusion May moment. Yeah. That's what I had to that's the one I had to vote for just because that is what I will always think of of him and that like impressed me when he showed up and and it was really nice to see a guy a big guy in a suit talk seriously about about like Pokémon and stuff like that. I remember making jokes about that cuz I think Jeremy and I we watched that that whole press conference of uh, Reggie just being like, he's like, he's just like, we need to talk about things like Pokemon and Metroid. And like, he's just like, <laughs> he's like so serious, but he's talking about these games and I just, I got a kick out of it. But that was what was great about Reggie. You know, he was, uh, he fully embraced the whole Nintendo-ness of it. And that's kind of what you have to do, I think, to be, right. you know, in the end, he's pretty much a salesman, you know, being the president of Nintendo of America, but. You know, he just oh, having he, worked for the Yum Corporation before that. Yeah, but he really he just he threw himself into there and did and made him you know made his stay there rem- memorable for sure. You know, he was definitely That's somebody true. that you didn't forget. And I I can only imagine how many me's were made of him when the Wii came around. Like there were probably millions and millions and millions of people making Reggie me's. You know, they're probably still out there. And this is can, before memes, so yeah. Reggie was just a me. Yeah, yeah. he was just a me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can have me. You can transfer your Mii to your to your 3DS. You can even transfer it from your 3DS to your Switch. So somebody might even have their Reggie Mii's still like hanging out. You, you can know? still store your Reggie. Yeah, you can store your Reggie your Mii's in your Wii Mote. You can. You, you can also. So you could bring yeah. them over to your Wii U that way. Yeah, you can bring them to the Switch. Well, I actually I did this in one of the episodes. You can bring them to the Wii. You can bring them to the Switch through Amiibo. Actually, you can bring your Mii's from the 3DS to the Switch. Oh, you put through. them in the amiibo. Wow. Yeah, I put them. I put. I transfer them through the amiibo so I could have uh, my um, me fighters for uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate because I wanted my me's from that had transferred all the way from the Wii to the Switch, and you can do that mm. if you transfer them from the Switch to the 3DS to the or from the Wii to the 3DS to the Switch. You can have them on yeah, there. Thank you to everybody who voted on the poll um, and other people who voted. Uh, thank you, Edwin and. Janet, yeah, as well. Thank you, thank you to everyone for participating in the Nintendo Main community community group, which I think you wrote down. We had a couple new people, right, John? Did That's I? true. Um, before we do, before we move on to that, though, I do want to mention though my actual favorite Re- Reggie moment. I couldn't include it because it wasn't a public moment, but when I was at E3 in 2014, and I was walking down the hall and I turned turned the corner, and 
Reggie was coming the other way with his whole entourage. Yeah. <laughs> and he turned and he looked at he looked right at me and he gave me the Luigi death stare. No joke. <laughs> the over the shoulder. I don't know yeah. what I don't know what was going on. You know, but he 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 was like he had somewhere to go, somewhere to be. And he's like out of my way. Behind, yeah. And I just I caught his eye and he Except had that, that guy. Luigi death stare right at the, right at that time when that was actually a thing. That meme broke like the day before, maybe two days before, before that E3 happened. Mm. And then there it was, live, the Reggie Luigi dust here. Mm. So that's my actual personal favorite nice. Reggie moment. Well, yeah, I didn't get to meet him. Or, well, I, mean, I didn't get him to stare me down in a hallway, I guess. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, but no, that's it's okay. Weird. I never got to eat his Bigfoot pizza. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet him one day. Yeah. I really do. Well, you never know. I mean, well, he's retiring, but I think I wouldn't be ahead, surprised if we still. In Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I should yeah. do that. Why not? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we still see him at some point. Like he might still show up in a direct somewhere. He didn't somewhere. say anything about know. being part of like the shareholders or anything. Like, I don't know if he's still going to be part of it. You yeah. Know, in some way, like part of the board and just like mm. stepping down or yeah. if he's completely like leaving the company, I guess that wasn't really ever clarified. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, Reggie, we salute you. Um, you've been a lot of fun over the years and, uh, we like, Reg. we like, we like seeing you. So, yeah. And I think that's, uh, we're a little bit longer on the show, but I think that wraps up our show, right? Um, yeah. As you, we had that poll on the Nintendo, Nintendo main community page. Uh, you can join that on Facebook if you like. And uh, we have a couple new nam- new members. Thank you for adding that, John. Um, yeah, no problem. Nick Nick Sig Sigmeyer. I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. And Jeremy Arthur. Thanks for joining the group. Uh, feel free. The fun thing about the Nintendo Main Community page is that you can post any sort of idea if you want. And uh, we've actually read. Uh, Janet posted a, bu- a couple things last week that we read on last be- last week's episode. So you know, feel free to do that. And we will read your stuff on the show. And uh, speaking of Janet, she's actually doing a review of the new toe jam and Earl game right now. She got it. She got an nice. early, early review, review code. So she's going to be on cool. the show next week to talk about that. So awesome. Just wanted to do a little preview there for everybody. So stay tuned. I also saw that. she wrote a, uh, she wrote a guide or like a video guide or a script for video mm-hmm. guide that Brian Altano read. So, Oh, for Metro. Janet, yeah. Janet's moving her way up in the, yeah, independent game journalism and i applaud her like, yeah her effort she's putting she's 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 grinding but she's oh, getting she, there yeah she grinds big time like she's uh yeah she's very very so, determined and uh and it's doing well for her so yeah more yeah. power to you i'm glad i'm glad that she's not too cool for our show yet that she'll still uh come hang out with us even though she's doing all the big Six. ign stuff now <laughs> but yeah i just wanted to mention that i just talked to her earlier about uh because i saw that she was playing it early through um through the switch and Said she got a review code for it, so so yeah, we'll have her come on and do a review of that. Toe Jam and Earl comes out this Friday. Um, yeah, well, that's all I need to know definitely yeah. to get that game because I was kind of waffling. I was like, oh, I, want, I want to get that game, but I've never really actually dug into Toe Jam and Earl. But I just like, as I've said before, that's that's one of the games that I kind of like as a kid. I wanted to get on mm-hmm. Genesis before I had a Genesis. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'm I'm jumping in. I'm gonna get Anybody- that game. Too. And anybody That's who's listening, you should look up. Um, it was sort of like a, you know, it was definitely like an advertisement, promotional kind of thing. But uh, it was through CNET on YouTube. And there's an interview with the guy I can't remember his name now, unfortunately, who designed Cho Jam and Earl, and it's a really cool kind of retrospective on where his ideas came from, like him growing up, like 
and his influences and how he created the game. And then he's, he talks a lot about, you know, the new game and how it's, it's uh, informed by both of the previous sequels, hmm. which were very different games from each other. So they were, I yeah. look forward to seeing how they work as a combined thing in this third game. Well, the, the really cool, the cool thing that you can do, John, though, if you did get the new one, you can jump to your Sega collection and play the two originals because you already have them on your Switch, correct? Cause I it's, do. Because it's, it's part of the uh, Sega, the Genesis collection. So, yeah, you could totally compare it. Like, you know, you could just hop from one to another and play all three of them if you wanted to. You would have the whole... You all, you have the whole spectrum of Toe Jam and Earl on your on your Switch to play. Also, them. looking forward to the Funk Tunes. Yeah, and, and plus, we'll yeah, there'll be that, and also we'll be talking about Deltarune. That's like my big lock of the week, of course, which will uh-huh. be, which might be out now. I don't know. I haven't haven't looked. Actually, I think it might be on there. But in Europe, it was live. I saw on Reddit recently. It was already live in Europe, so I don't know. Oh my god. It's the same yeah, but um, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that next week. But thank you, thank you very much, Natasha, for coming and hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you, guys, for having me. I, our really, Reddit, I like this. I like our this. Pokemon expert. And uh, yeah, no, I like. I, I always dreamed of having like different uh, correspondents for our show, like that we would call when new stuff came out. So like, I'd, like we'd have you, you know, you'd be on when the new Pokemon launch, or, or like when Animal Crossing happens, we'll have like a Fuchsia and Jess will be on too, like that type of thing. I like to have. People who know more about the stuff than, than we do. You know, it's always nice to have an expert on there. And I appreciate you coming on for the direct and all of that. And by the way, Deltarune is live, so I'm sure you guys want to play it right once we get off here. It is available. But um, but thanks for listening to us, to Nintendo Main Podcast. This is episode 160. Um, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And special guest. Natasha Garrett. And uh, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Um, you can find us at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast, um, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast as well. And, uh, I forgot, where can we find you, Natasha? What is your, what is your Twitch stream and Twitter and all that? Oh, yeah. You can find me at Molten24, which is M U L T I N 24. And if you want to join Pokemon Go Chicago Squad, which is like the community that I run in Chicago, just like, oh, yeah, just said it. Pokemon Go Chicago Squad. Mm hmm. <laughs> You can join us on there and find raids and stuff all around the city or just talk about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I joined yeah. the I joined the group just to see to see what you guys were doing and all that. And I think I voted on a couple things and, and occasionally comment. It's good to see what's happening. I haven't gone to any of the raids yet, but but I did actually I did like re download the game and played it a little bit after we had you on the show last time just to try to give <laughs> give it a look again. But yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Pokemon go Chicago squad, make sure and check that out. And, um, yeah. And, and everything else. And I'll put links to it, of course, in the description for the episode. And, uh, yeah, Jeremy and I were on Twitter as a uh, Nintendo underscore domain for me and uh, J Max stack or Jeremy. And, uh, yeah, you know, catch our streams and stuff, follow the Twitter. That's where I put up all the, uh, all the Twitch streams that I do. I try to do a uh, Monday night slash Wednesday morning, 2 a.m. And, or, I mean, Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning, 2 a.m., and Friday night slash Saturday morning, 2 a.m., so Central Time. So check that out if you can. And uh, and also, Jeremy put up a new video of me and him playing Tetris 99. Make sure to check that out, too. It's super cool. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See you. Hey, yo! What? Yo! What? Which one of y'all is Reggie? My name is Reggie. I'm about kicking ass. I'm about taking names. And we're about making games. My body is my body is ready. My body is ready. My body is ready. My body is ready.
Just the bunny, the bunny, the bunny. Yeah, I love the bunny. I gave everything that I had for the bunny. I don't want no health food when it's time to feed. A big bag of bunnies is all that I need. I don't want nobodies to come out and play. I'll sit on my sofa, eat bunnies all day. I won't eat no beans, and I won't eat tofu. That stuff is for sissies, but bunnies are cool. 